0: good morning good afternoon and good evening thanks for tuning in and listening or watching another day another show of sntr presents we got a we got one today that i I was i was holding off on there was a pretty good interview about this outriders you know the dlc plans haven't really been outlined but there have been some interviews that i think point to The number one, that they want to do it. Number two, they've taken a lot of inspiration from Diablo. Some of their commentary about Diablo, I think, is actually pretty telling. And we're going to be breaking that down today. How could they expand this game? And why do I think it's probably going to look a lot like Diablo? If you haven't played any of the seasonal content in Diablo 3, they really brought that game back around in many, many ways. And we'll have a poll for you here as well. Bright and early in the morning. Smash the like button. Appreciate you guys being here. Really appreciate the support of the channel lately. We're trying something new with the streams. We are turning them into 10 minute videos afterward. But we are going to continue to make the VODs available for everyone. Those will be in a playlist called Unlisted VODs. Those will be in a playlist called Unlisted VODs that is something that we are going to be doing going forward the upload channel is going to serve a different purpose so if you come back later today the, the 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 stream should just be a 10 minute video and and the vod should be viewable in a playlist called unlisted vods if you missed it all right this is something that we think should help the channel i converted a lot of the old broadcasts into 10 minute videos and they're I'm already seeing some results, which means those videos are are getting viewed, getting clicked on, and that was one of our concerns, was that we were continuing to do something with the content on this channel that it wasn't conducive to the way YouTube runs. We were getting high percentages of people that were clicking on a video and leaving within 30 seconds, likely because... You know, they're like, "Hey, what's this video about?" And they're like, "Oh man, it's a four-hour video. I'm out of here. I'm not looking for a live stream." So we're we're hoping we're hoping this can this can assist. Now they did YouTube did I'm not kidding you. It's hilarious. We just started doing this, and not four days ago they turned a feature off that I can still use for the time being. Uh, but if it eventually goes away, uh, they turned it off in one section, but it's still working in another. And so I can still have that VOD go up fairly soon. If that feature stops working, then we're going to have to do the VOD. It'll be on a slight delay, basically. So you'll be able to watch it. It'll just likely be later that day or maybe even like later that night. So you'll have to stagger your VOD watching. Um, there's not much I can do about that. YouTube's just making changes in the background to the tools that we can use. So I'm I'm hoping once you get a once I get a backlog of 10 minute videos on this channel again we'll start to see some of that growth we'll start to see some of those people coming in the backbone the backbone of this channel it, you know is obviously discussion and you know interaction as well as you know memberships and all you know all the various levels but YouTube just runs on YouTube runs on 10-minute videos. So, yo, what's good, feed? I see you in the chat. And yes, we did get snow here in Kentucky. Let me update the poll for you guys. Outriders DLC, what type of Outriders expansion would you like to see? Story-driven DLC or a seasonal loot grind? Uh, I'm all about uh, that seasonal grind. I I, I would land on a seasonal grind. They made commentary about the story and things like that. Um, No, I'm not moving to just Outriders. We covered something different yesterday. We're kind of alternating because I do have things I want to say about Outriders after playing it, after kind of thinking about it and looking at everything that's happening. So, but I don't want to just go Outriders every single day. So we're kind of alternating. So tomorrow we will not be talking about Outriders. And then Friday... Might be outriders depending on what the poll. I'm sorry what the patch notes are on Thursday So Thursdays is when they like to outline their patch notes, and then I can cover that on Friday yesterday We talked about the commentary from the director of days gone. He's no longer there and uh, He made commentary about buying games at full price so And, and, um, we, we, we had, I, I feel like a very, very strong day covering something that was kind of, while it was sort of big news, it felt good to have a really strong day on like a variety topic, so I want to embrace that a little bit more, especially when there's a lot of news going on. There's actually quite a bit of news that I would like to cover today in a shorter segment. Uh, We got things like Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake is in development. Overwatch game director Jeff Kaplan is leaving Blizzard. Discord has ended their sale talks with Microsoft. Uh, Those are three stories we're going to, you know, we'll probably quickly fly over. For a new segment that we think might be really good... For the upload channel, that'll be later in the stream, though. So unless you're here really, really late when we're getting ready to go to the other channel, you're probably going to have to catch that on the on the upload channel. Um, and here is still going to be all about the polls and the discussion. So use that poll command and smash the like button. Uh, the interaction that we get on both those things really, really helps out. Uh, it helps out the the today's video. I do feel like I do feel like maybe. Um, maybe this community has in many respects had enough of outriders I, I it's it's interesting to me that we're having stronger days when we don't cover it than when we do cover it i think people have kind of like had their fill and they're kind of like okay cool they either they you're either playing and grinding and not really concerned about discussions or they've just kind of moved on um i know guardian games is started as well in uh in Destiny, so I'm sure people are throwing themselves headfirst into bounty simulators, so they can complain about it later and talk about how they hate bounties because that's what you do as a Destiny player. Uh, I saw people talking about it in the Discord last night. I'm going to make a formal announcement in the Discord. Uh, by the way, I'm going to make I'm going to make a formal announcement. You guys should feel free and clear to continue to have debates and discussions about about destiny in the discord you shouldn't feel like oh we can't really bring it up obviously when people bring it up here i'm like i don't really feel like talking about that game or covering that game it's still a giant bummer that i can't play um i i'm still amazed that they're sticking by the decision it's 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 absolutely baffling to me um i don't know Sorry, I had to finish that uh, breakfast shake. Missing the first Destiny event in over three years feels good. Don't miss anything. I mean, I I was looking at the feedback, right? I was looking at the feedback in in Discord, and it just sounded like, here we go again, you know? Going around the merry-go-round. Is it okay to talk in the live stream chat and Discord? That's my biggest question well the live stream chat's not there for that if you want to talk about stuff that's sort of like off often left field like it's really distracting for me when you guys go off on like tears in the live stream chat and discord there was a time where i almost shut the whole thing down it was like it wasn't worth it the debates that would spark up that would go on for hours i would get really distracted you know, and feel like I have to babysit it. Like, the live stream chat in Discord is there to be an extension of the live stream chat here. It's there for a convenience for the people that can't pull up YouTube but would like to be involved in the discussion. So, it's not gonna be really, really helpful for that, for like a big Destiny debate to be happening in the live stream chat. Like, then I'm just sitting here like, oh, I can't really read and interact with that. You know what I mean? That's not there for you guys to like, have all these, like... It's weird to say this, but it's like, that's not really there for you. That's there for me and you. It's, it's supposed to be more symbiotic. It's like, you're supposed to be using that to kind of have a back and forth with me. And it turns into, it turns into not that because less and less people really use it and hang out in there. Well, not that less people use it and hang out in there. It's that less people type in there regularly. I usually have anywhere from like eight to 12 people listening audio inside of the Discord. And most of those people are just not typing, they're just listening. So, it just I don't know. I've I've never I've never wanted to get up anybody's nose about it and get all scoldy and be like, You can and can't talk about things. But if we're breaking down Outriders and D L C or you know, these commentaries or this gaming news story, it's just not helpful to look into the Discord and have people going hammering tongs about Destiny. It's just like I even when I did daily Destiny streams, that, that, that was kind of a problem sometimes, you know? People would be in there just going at it for long periods of time, and it was really... I, I, I couldn't interact. I would just kind of like look over and be like, man, these guys are still going at it. Um, so, let's get our first 100 votes on the poll, though. If you haven't taken our poll yet, it's about Outriders DLC. Uh, what type What type of Outriders expansion would you like to see... Story-driven DLC or a seasonal loot grind, uh, you can you can you can get in there and cast that vote. Leave your comments; you're more likely to end up in the recording. I am recording these audio versions now a lot earlier. From the moment I say good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, I'm hitting the record button. So those episodes are going to get a little bit longer for you. Uh, for those of you that. Um, that like to listen to the audio versions. We're sitting at 54 votes on today's poll. Uh, which channel would be a good one for Destiny Talk? Uh, we don't cover the one thing I love here is everyone's thoughts. Unfortunately, there, are, there aren't there are really channels that do what we did here. Um, it, th- that's just not a thing. There there aren't channels out there that do it. Um, you'll find people that like basically clickbait the news about it like get this legendary farm or get this or that blah 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 but like discussions and breakdowns and 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 debates and all of that that is uh that's not really a thing anywhere else we had something very unique that obviously was taken from you so great great company with great you know great morals and virtue there Inserting themselves into a personal matter that uh, is is obviously not what everybody thought it was originally, um, so good for whoever pulled the trigger on banning me. <laughs> now, yeah, we have destiny specific. Uh, we we have we have destiny specific stuff. We ha- we have destiny specific stuff in the Discord. You know what I mean? You can go in there and you can you can debate all day long. We got a place for you to put like your your pictures of your character and everything else. So, um, little known legendary farm and outriders play 15 expeditions and repeat play 15 expeditions and repeat. What do you mean? Like in quantity, you're supposed to do 15 expeditions and repeat. I know they have the manhunt and the mon hunt, but those are those cap the legendaries, which I think has got to be one of the weirdest decisions they could make um they basically as soon as you get to the end game you invalidate any of the good content that you previously have played which is weird in a game with world tiers it's really really weird uh in a game with world tiers it's like why you did world tiers and all this content you know is relevant and it can go it can come with me but like any other game I leave it behind and it's pointless as soon as as soon as i get to expeditions all that content's completely irrelevant people like well you could do that grind for you know the mods and i'm just like yeah but is that really what people are wanting to do with a grind grind for a gun or a piece of armor just to break it down i literally had a video planned and it was going to be called outriders greatest content loop you know that everybody's sleeping on and then someone was like, yeah, and I was talking about it the other day, and people were like, yeah, but the legendaries are capped. And I'm like, what? Why? Wh- so I get to the end game, I, I You know, maybe, let me turn challenge tier on. Let me go run that stuff. Make it really hard. Those Mon and Manhunts, they do not have all the Legos in their loot pool. So they don't even have all the legendaries in their loot pool. So, like, I don't know. I guess going down, exhausting that loot pool, and then moving on would be really sensible. But the problem is the problem is is why would i do that again i guess you could do it to get them and break them down for the mods so i I don't know um saw a video that said get unlimited drop pod materials the technique farm challenge tier 15 gold runs the comments were a gold mine yeah people do that all the time they just clickbait they're like yeah here's how you get this and it's literally a 10 minute guide on how to play the dadgum game I saw somebody using the shirt command. This is a shirt you can get on 80s Tees. I'm wearing a nice Deadpool shirt today. Uh, Always remember to use code LONO when you shop at 80s Tees. You get 30% off. The shirt command today will take you to their Deadpool collection, but you can use code LONO on any of the shirts there. They got Marvel, Star Wars, 80s TV shows, video games, movies, everything. It's awesome. And we're nearing 100 votes on the poll. We want to hear from you this morning if you've just tuned in. Outriders DLC, if and when they do it, what type of Outriders expansion would you like to see? Story-driven DLC or seasonal loot grind? Curious what you guys think. Given their commentary, I don't think anybody's going to pick wrong this morning. I just kind of wanted to see where people lean in this community. I'm, I'm pretty sure where it's going to lean, but I was curious where we would end up. And thank you for being here this morning and supporting the channel. If you haven't clicked the like button yet, do me a favor and do that. If we roll over to 200, that is super helpful to this video throughout the day. It helps it get suggested to more people. Uh, 80s Tees delivers to the UK as far as I know. Yes. Here's the thing here's the thing the the what the, for those of you that don't know we made an announcement last night why can't we have both it's probably gonna be both mo uh, the, the the poll is more about seeing where people's priorities lie not about how they're actually mutually exclusive ideas see what I'm saying like I was just curious if you had to choose between the two, where is your loyalty? Where is your drive? Most likely, it would be a combination of the two things on the poll. <laughs> so it's not a trick question, it's just, I'm actually interested in where people's sentimentality or where their, where their uh, affinities lie for games like this. But we made an announcement about what we're going to be doing with the past broadcasts. So for those of you that maybe can't be here every day and you come back to watch it later, there is now a playlist on this channel called unlisted VODs so the past broadcast will get unlisted and put in that playlist you can listen to it watch it no problem you don't have to pay any money we were entertaining the idea of doing members only I had three or four people immediately start leaving comments on my channel saying please don't do that I watch these later and I cannot do a membership right now and I immediately pulled the plug on the idea of putting it as a members only perk The unlisted VOD has 205 views right now. So clearly, you know, 200 and some odd people were able to enjoy that past broadcast. But the main reason we want to do this is once we're no longer live, a published video longer than 10 minutes is just not doing this channel any favors at all. So I went back and I shortened the most recent swath of uh, streams down the 10 minutes, and it seems to be helping. I can see their metrics are already, like, having a slight tick up where they're getting people to click, it's getting suggested, and it's getting watched. Now, YouTube may take away the ability for us to put things in the Unlisted VOD playlist right away. Uh, They have disabled a feature, and they may disable it in the way that I'm using it in another tool. And if they do that... Then the VODs will just take a little bit longer to show up, because we'll have to literally re upload them, which again is not a problem, but it'll take a little bit longer to do. So um Borderlands 3 would be a great game if it didn't have cheated guns and shared loot. Oh yeah, I mean that that Borderlands always has had that issue. Uh, guys, the comment section is what you think. Make sure you leave a comment on the poll as well. Your thoughts are great. Yeah, we really want to see comments on the poll. Especially when you guys, if you use keywords, that's amazing. You know, if you say the word, type the word, like Outriders. <laughs> Outriders expansion. Outriders DLC. Uh, so, and thank you to everybody who's been giving me love on Twitter. It feels good to tweet again with confidence. I feel like I can kind of breathe, breathe the free air once again. Um, and so I appreciate that. We'll get the poll pulled up here. We probably have over 100 votes now. There we go. 122 votes. And let's slide over to this scene here. We will be going back into Portal Reloaded today. If you're unaware of it, Portal Reloaded is a is a brand new 25 levels, uh, basically a DLC. It is completely free. It is made by the community. And it is freaking tough. If you think you're a portal expert... Throw your noggin at that one, because man, oh man, my brain was hurting. We're going to do 20 to 25. We got all the way to puzzle number 20. We got all the way to puzzle number 20, and wow, it was tough. It is really, really tough. The new idea of using past and future, absolutely brilliant. I really, really would love to see, I would love to see Valve get behind a third Portal game and work with the guys that worked on that. Um, just so, so good. Um, no, there's a story that goes along with it, Keith. There's a story, there's narration, there's voice acting. I was, I'm blown away by the quality. You should definitely check it out if you are a fan of Portal. Portal Reloaded is a sleeper hit for fans of the series. Obviously, it's a bit of a sore sore spot. It's like, man, if only we could get a Portal 3. I love Portal One. I think Portal Two is brilliant. It is absolutely brilliant. And this free, this free DLC made by the community is is just such a love letter to the developers to please make another one. It's so well done. Uh, it is really really hard. I think some of the times they got a little, couple of the puzzles I feel were. Probably really obvious to the developer, but not necessarily obvious to the player on how to solve it. So uh, there's a couple of times where you're going to get really, really stuck and have to think outside the box in order to like think through. There's there's timing and stuff that you're not going to really... It's not in your brain. It's not a possible solution because it's not in your brain until you kind of like, oh. Some of the mistakes I think they made with some of the level design is... I'll get to an area and I'm like, oh well, if I would have known this was up here, I would have known to try to get up here because the solution's up here. So do be a, be very exploratory as you play. A lot of what you're what you're stumbling on or tripping over is solved once you see more of the, the individual level that you're in. I would love a new portal in the larger world of the series with some level of free running and platforming. Imagine a full game. Like that one Titanfall level? Right, with all the walls and stuff that move? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For anyone wondering, here's the info on the Outriders loot pool for the Mon Manhunts. Oh, there is a Reddit post on it. Okay, okay. There you go. Portal Reloaded is not free. Must own Portal 2. I mean, I said for fans of Portal 1 and 2. Sorry I didn't qualify that. If you own Portal 2, it's totally free. Like, it needs the base game to run. I, I, I didn't say that. I mean, it... To me, if you're like, oh my gosh, I love Portal. I made I made the assumption that a, the the majority of the people whose ears would have perked up at that would have said, oh yeah, I have Portal one and two. Uh, it is in Steam, so I guess it does depend on where you own it. Once we're done with it takes two, I think it might be helpful. Uh, it might be fun. I mean, for me and Hilly to play through Portal two co op because Portal two co op is a frickin' fun fun time. It's a riot. I don't know if that's his kind of game. I don't know, Hilly. If if, if you're here, I, I I see you typing in the in the chat. You notice every day I write the classic "Let's go." Oh, I saw that, Hilly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your 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 tweets are are very thoughtful. <laughs> Any cave bits? I don't know. I I just got. They just introduced um. They introduced lasers and light bridges, and I've got five more puzzles. Apparently, the last five puzzles get insane. So. We're hoping to finish five of them today in two hours. I'm probably not going... I don't know. I'm probably not going to be able to do it. Some of the puzzles took way longer than I thought they did. I went back and I was like getting timestamps. I was like, oh my gosh, I was on this puzzle for 40 minutes. <laughs> I was on this portal for 40 minutes. Yeah, dude, Portal 2 Co-op is really, really fun. Friday nights have been a blast. If you guys support the gaming channel, I greatly appreciate it. If you're looking for gameplay, we don't do gameplay here. This channel is all about the talk show... Uh, and now again, the ten-minute videos, and it the the gameplay over here would just wouldn't make much sense. Um, Creature and I debate this on a regular basis. You know, he thinks what we should be doing in the afternoon is um, switching to a gameplay stream here, especially since we can do live redirect, and we would start with a whole lot more people. Um, I I just I just don't know. I the, the, I feel like. The, the dilution of the channel there would be rough because people would show up in the afternoons and be like, why am I getting a notification for gameplay? Why am I getting a notification for these random indie titles? Um, I feel like it's just so pure what we're doing on the gaming channel. It's new games, it's small little snippets and segments, and then obviously when a new game comes out, we can really you know go the distance with it. This channel is just not really built around gameplay. I mean, even some of the bigger, more successful YouTubers out there, when they started deviating from, the, from their main from their main brand, they created gameplay channels, like Let's Play channels. Um, a lot of them did that just to just to divide up the you know the algorithmic driving identity of the channel. <clears throat> and I just I really think like my this the subscriber base here would be like, no way, what is happening? Why, why are we doing this? Um, I agree with you. You've already established separation of channels. Shouldn't mix gameplay with the talk show channel. Here's my thought on it as well. Let's say somebody subscribes in the afternoon because they're like, this is a pretty cool channel. This gameplay is pretty dope. And then the next morning, they're getting a notification for some talk show. And they're like, what is this? I subscribe to a gaming channel. I mean, I guess people that would subscribe to a channel like that, you know, would, would probably be Okay. But I don't know. It's just very what we do is very very different. And um, what we what we do is very very different and I just think having them divided makes the most sense. Um, and he was like, "My worry is you're going to end up with two channels at 50,000 subscribers when you could have one channel at 100." And I'm like, "Dude, if I have two channels at 50k, I'll take that honestly." because, because people are always like, oh man, my channel's really hurting this month and YouTube changed something or YouTube did this. And it's like, I'm not gonna feel that pain if I've got two channels that are very different in what they offer and what they deliver. Uh, Hey man, nice shirt. Thank you, I appreciate that. This is an 80s t-shirt. I'm always wearing a shirt from 80s tees. So you can always use the shirt command. It'll take you today to the Deadpool collection over there. Remember to use code LONO for 30% off. Everything over there is like really high quality and licensed, and so it's not cheap, but the 30% off makes a huge, huge help. Two channels with 50,000 is dope. I'd rather have two channels with 50,000, like one channel at 100K. I've looked at some of these 100K channels, man, and the viewership on their videos and uploads, it's all over the place. It's like a dadgum coaster. It's like, oh man, this one video did great for them, and then the next video, it's like, what happened? Like right here... And exactly what human-type person is saying. If you had two channels of 50K, it wouldn't add up to 100K because of how much overlap there is. That's exactly right. And the 50K channel of gaming, even though there's overlap, the support is there, the viewership's there, the momentum's there. I think we're making the right choice. Um, He also has a game-only channel. Um, Who has a game-only channel? I'm not sure. Did I say somebody's name? I don't think I said a content creator's name. Um... How many 80s tees do you have? At this point, they just keep shipping me more. Every month, I pick out some more. So every day, I have a different one. Now, I already owned some of the shirts. So I own a bunch of Deadpool shirts. So I searched Deadpool last night. and I was like, oh, I have that one. I'll wear it and be like, hey, you can get this at 80s tees. So I own some of the shirts already because my t-shirt collection was ridiculous. So it's been pretty easy to be like, hey, they're shipping me... You know, four or five a month, and then I have even more, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you, you said, um, someone said go to purple for gameplay. I have a channel for gameplay, you know what I mean? I'm still waiting on the SNTR, uh, presents lunch cam. Dude, you're not like, you're not getting a lunch cam. You're not getting a lunch cam. Stop it. (laughs) Dolphin's in the Discord, so he didn't get to see them, he didn't get to see the mean mug. Um, He's talking about you. Yes, yeah, sorry. I completely misunderstood that. The gaming channel has been very, very fun. Uh, there's oh my goodness. There are so many good games this week. We are going to we are going to get buried. I'm going to have to punt. We're going to do Mad Max, okay, today. But I think I'm going to have to punt the other game requests to next week cuz they I'll get them in this month. I'll get them in April, don't worry. But but there's like three games on Thursday that look super dope. I got a code for one. I got a code for one of them, and uh, and then a Friday. Friday, I'm gonna check out that near game. I am. I'm gonna check it out. I didn't. I, I like the first one, but I kind of fell off after a while. It just got too complex for me. Um, but we'll be checking out near on Friday because that. I mean, I'm sure there'll be tons of people looking for gameplay of that, and it'll be. It'll. I. I don't know. I think it's fun to watch somebody who's not like an expert in a game. You know what I mean? Oh, I missed a dollar or something. It was a dollar tip from Pyro Ronin, I'm sorry, I missed that. Thank you so much. And then pyromaniac with a five spot says lunch cam dope thank you. Um, and only fans just be badger pictures. <laughs> the first is the second near R- wh- whatever whatever. <laughs> you know you know I don't know. It's so clear that I am not a I'm not I'm not a guy that played that game and knows anything about it. I did I did play it. Um, and then we, we got far enough in it that I was like, this is just not for me. This is just not for me. We're closing in on 200 votes on the poll. Guys, make sure and use that poll command. We want to hear from you about Outriders DLC. What type of Outriders expansion would you like to see? Story-driven DLC or a seasonal loot grind? Which would be your preference? Leave a comment. Let me know what you think below. Uh, we've gotten... You know, we're closing on the first 200 votes. It's good to see. Every time you guys press like, every time you you chat, or leave a comment on the poll, that helps out the daily the daily interaction and videos on the channel. Have you played Ori and the Will of the Wisps? I have played that, I think, three times. I beat it twice. Um, I beat it twice. Once on normal, once on hard. Both 100%. Both were 100% runs. Uh, when I played it on hard... I absolutely raged out when that, like, sandworm was chasing me. There was something wrong with that on hard. I don't know if they've ever gone back and patched it. The timing was off in some of the areas. Ori is one of my favorite games of all time. Ori and the Blind Forest, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, and Hellblade. I feel like her games, I-, I-, I need to play, like, on a regular basis. It's just so good. Uh, so, so good. Um... There was something I played recently that I was like, my goodness, this was so good, this might get a yearly playthrough, and I can't remember what it was. Was it Was it Jedi Fallen Order? I can't remember. I don't think I like Jedi Fallen Order as much as I thought I did. I went back and played it, and I was like, this is good. I was like, this is good. I think my praise for it was a little bit over the top, because I hadn't played, and this is going to sound really weird, because I, 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 I don't play these games, and I've not gone the distance with these games. But after playing Demon Souls, Dark Souls and Ghosts of Tsushima and God of War on hard, I'm like man, I don't know about I don't know about Jedi Fallen Order. You know? No, it wasn't Narita Boy. I was like, I don't know about Jedi Fallen Order. This game's good. This game's good. It is. It's still a great game but I feel like my praise for it is a little diminished. It's a little diminished now that I've played other games with that level of combat. Um, Sekiro as well. There is... The combat demands and smoothness and the fairness in those games, I, I don't know, it like wakes you up, it wakes a part of your brain up to the fact that a lot of these other games either either don't have the greatest combat, was it Pascal's Wager? Did you play Horizon Zero Dawn? I did play Horizon Zero Dawn, and I really liked it. I'm still mad at myself. I rushed the end of Horizon Zero Dawn because I... Was really, really wanting to get ready for Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I was really mad at myself for doing that looking back, because I would love to replay Horizon Zero Dawn is apparently it seems that reports are saying it's unlikely it's going to get a PlayStation 5 upgrade, given that they're probably all hands on deck on the sequel, which is very disappointing. The PC port was extremely janky. Um, made me very sad. Would you ever go back to Sekiro? Oh, I would love to. I would love to go back to Sekiro, Demon Souls, Dark Souls 3, and beat them. I just run out of endurance. I do. I just run out of endurance. You know what I mean? Fallen Order is good, but its controls are a little janky, and it gets overpraised because it's the first good Star Wars game in a while. Well, it checked a lot of boxes, Eugene. It checked a lot of boxes. Voice acting and the story I thought was superb. I thought they did a fantastic job. It was like watching Mando. It was like watching someone who cares about the Star Wars universe made a Star Wars video game. So I think it checked a lot of boxes. And I do think the combat was good. It wasn't great, okay? The, co- the combat is really satisfying you start getting into a good rhythm against some of the harder enemies and you feel pretty dadgum awesome you do um, but like what Ashton is saying combat in other games just kind of pales in comparison uh, and it's weird it's weird because I myself am not a Souls guy and I haven't beaten any of those games I tap out you know what I'm saying I tap out I'm like I am not cut out for this I do not have the endurance. I have the skills and the adaptability. I feel like I adapt to those games pretty well. People are always like, you're playing far better than I did my first time through. People are always like, wow, you, you're actually not bad at these games. I always run out of endurance. It's like, wow, it's like looking at a runner and being like, oh, wow, you're actually really, really fast, but then you put them in a marathon, and they burn out. They're like, I can't do it. I, I get to mile two, and I'm like... <sighs> like, that's me in those games. It's like, yep, I can run. I can run pretty fast. But I get to a certain point, and I just am, I don't have the mental fortitude to continue. And the crazy thing is... The crazy thing is, those games, that is an element of those games. It's an element of those games. To to endure and push through your own emotions. They're, they're, they, are, they are a test of metal of, of the player. It's I think that's why people end up loving them so much. Only thing I wish with Fallen Order was that it had teleportation or something. I liked Fallen Order on, I didn't play it on the hardest difficulty. I played on like the second hardest and the only thing that irritated me was the fight at the end. I felt like there were some cheap things in her fight. Which is really unfortunate. It's really unfortunate because I actually think her fight, her character is phenomenal. I love her. I want a game just as her. I just want to play as her. I thought the voice actress did a stellar job. The writing was cool. Her final line, I I think they need to bring her back. I think she needs to survive that that cutscene. We don't actually see her. I mean, they brought back Darth Maul for frick's sake, so they could bring her back. I think they need to bring her back. I think she's fabulous. I think the way they wrote her, I think her, I think her, her, her the development and the arc, uh, and the, and the voice actor just 10 out of 10. I kind of felt like she stole the show, to be quite honest. I think she steals the show a little bit. She overshadows Cal as far as intensity, gravity, voice acting. Um, as far as interest and intrigue I find her more interesting to a certain degree Um, she's on the other side of the fence we've not seen a lot of stories told from the perspective of the dark side and what it's like we get snippets you know but we don't get any great stories of how the dark side woos and deceives and changes a person you know it'd be really really good who Uh, her name is is it I always mess it up Trella I always forget her name because it's a weird, it's a weird name uh, Fallen Order is it Trella? Trilla, Trilla her name is Trilla and she is she's basically known as the second sister, Trilla Siduri she was a force sensitive she's in Star Wars Fallen Order Like uh, she's, she's fantastic Trilla deserves I, I feel like she deserves to come back I feel like she deserves to come back uh, the voice actor for Ahsoka passed away recently oh that's really sad that's all aw- that's sad Um, did you know that in the Clone Wars the voice actor for Anakin was in Mando he's the guy that gets he's the rebel guy that gets killed in the prison like when they're in the security room and they kill him and Mando tries to stop it that guy's the voice actor for Anakin 60fps Remnant would be dope Remnant of Ashes is a lot of fun. Wish they'd update it for new gen. All right, how many games are we all sitting around hoping they do that for? Be so good to play some of those games. So so good. I believe they're making a Fallen Order 2. I hope it isn't about Cal. I'm going to tell you right now what I what I bet. This is my theory. This is my prediction on what they do with Jedi Fallen Order, the sequel. This is my this is this is my theory. I think you will be. It'll be a game with multiple characters and multiple skill trees. Okay, I think you will be able to play as Cal, but I also think Seer is going to start to reconnect with the Force because Cal can help her do that. He's already learned how to do it. She's cut herself off. For, she's cut herself off from the Force, but then she uses the Force at the end, and he could help her reconnect. And then the chick, um. The witch, the witch chick. What's her name? I forget what her name is. They, they, she comes with them, and she's the one from the planet with all the Darth Maul-looking guys, and that's where you fight. Um, oh, the guy's got such a good name. The guy that you fight on that planet is so cool with the two lightsabers. Um, I think that you're going to play as her, and I think you, she is going to train to be uh a jedi i think he's gonna train her to be a jedi i bet you i bet you that she's force sensitive because i think they use some kind of version of the force yeah terran malikos yeah the night sister i think the night sister is gonna take i bet you they hand it off to her you train her she's from dathomir that's right she's from dathomir where you fight malikos and I think the Night Sister, she holds the lightsaber in the game, and you can tell she likes it. She, you, she's like, oh, she likes that lightsaber. I bet you play as those three characters in the next Jedi Fallen Order interchangeably. I wouldn't be surprised if they kill Cal at some point, or what I think they should do is freeze Cal in Carbonite and put him in Season 3 of Mando, but what, whatever. Um, And then she could take over the series, right? she could take over the series because she's awesome. She's also super awesome as far as like voice acting, she's super interesting, she'd be having, she'd have her own skill tree of powers because all of her stuff's like dark greenish, weird, like magic, you know what I mean? I, I'm telling you right now, that's what I think they do in Jedi Fallen Order, the sequel. See, you help Seer reconnect with the force, you help the Sister connect with the force and become a Jedi right and then they let Cal drift out of frame at the end like he either dies or he gets frozen in carbonite because I think you could pull Cal into the future with carbonite how cool would it be in Mando for them to find some some bounty hunter ship somewhere that crashed and nobody knew about it and all of the people that were frozen in carbonite were somehow survived And they'd thaw him and he'd come out and you'd have present day Cal. He he, that means he survives everything that happened, right? No way a night sister becomes a Jedi. I don't know, dude. I don't know, man. It'd be awesome. I'm all for it. So hey, if you're just tuning in, we talk about everything here. Obviously the topic for today is Outriders DLC. I think they're gonna be expanding the game in the future along the lines of Diablo. I'm gonna tell you why. I've got quotes, I've got interviews. Of why I think this and we're going to be walking through that later be sure to take our poll hit that poll command Outriders DLC I want to hear from the audience I want to hear what you have to say what type of Outriders expansion would you like to see story driven DLC or a seasonal loot grind now keep in mind whatever they deliver would likely be a a mix of this I just want to see what the audience uh, what's your what's your um, what's your preference is where would you kind of land on is story driven DLC more important to you or is having a good seasonal loot grind uh, more important to you so be sure to, to, to get on that poll we'll be reading through those responses shortly it's really important uh, if you want to be included in the daily recording I do record these episodes if you want to be included and have your comments read you want to be here bright and early when I start And that means you should be hitting subscribe and the bell button. Monday through Friday, we're here doing a live show like this, and it's all about gaming, variety gaming topics. Yesterday we talked about the comments from the Days Gone director about buying games at full price, and today we're talking about Outriders, you know, likely looking at doing a more Diablo-style, you know, future. Fallen Order needs more armor options. Yeah, the ponchos got so old. 100% agree with you. I, I remember when all of a sudden you were in, like, the Empire garb. I was like, can I have that bag? It looked way cooler. My kids, you know, it's it's actually kind of adorable. We were playing through Jedi Fallen Order on, like, the story difficulty because they thought it was fun. You know, they can pretty much hack and slash their way through most of the bad guys at the at the easiest difficulty. And they hated the ponchos. They They wanted... There's the option where he's not wearing a poncho, and that's all they ever wanted. We'd get a new poncho, and I'm like... I will take a look at it, and they're like, no, no. They're like, Papa, take that off. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Even my kids know the ponchos are lame in Jedi Fallen Order. My kids, yeah, my kids get it, you know? So. Ah, my kids, uh, they got to work on the collectibles. It was cool to get, like, shaders for your little, you know, be, uh... B, what was his name? Bd8, Bd8, I think. Anyway, it was cool to get shaders for him and your ship, but yeah, the 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 ponchos were they were kind of lame after a while. There were a couple ponchos that I did like. I would say eighty percent of them were just trash. I was like, this looks stupid. I look like I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go stand it at, 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 in Times Square for for New Year's Eve. Like, what is this? I'm like, I'm wearing a raincoat. Bd1, that's right, Bd1. Sorry, it's BB eight BD one. I'm getting my droids. I'm 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 mixing my droids together. <laughs> uh, Winter Games gonna realize we want to look cool at the end game. I know, man. I know. I think they just wanted to avoid like the cliche Jedi garb of like a robe, you know. And so they went with a very a more yeah. He's he's kind of scrapping his way through the universe. Look, you know, he's he's rummaging. He's rummaging through the trash. <laughs> He's rummaging through the trash for his clothing, you know? Um, mm-mm. It wasn't the droid you were looking for? No, no. BD1 was a good move, though. I did a good job. It's a cute little droid. You could make some great toys out of that, so. I think what we're going to do this week, um, I think what we're going to do this week is we're going to probably, unless anything major happens, we're going to take a bit of a break from the Outriders' coverage because uh, we're kind of running out of stuff to say anyway. Um, you can't wear a robe in that period. He'd be targeted. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. It sounds like you have an echo effect on your mic. Don't know if that's intended. There's no echo effect on my mic. You might have two tabs open by mistake. I, did you take the poll and now you've got two tabs open? Um... My audio and everything runs through a mixer and a preamp, and if I had an echo going on, somebody else would have said something by now. No option on the vote for both? You can't vote for both. I'm making you choose. I understand that more than likely, whatever People Can Fly comes up with for Outriders will likely be story-driven DLC, as well as a seasonal loot grind, but I want you to choose, because I want to see where the audience is kind of leaning. Uh, I'll refresh it once we get to 300 votes. We're getting we're getting lower and lower um, turnout for outriders and outriders polls and stuff. So more than likely, this game is already running its course with respect to content creation as well as what you the audience would like to discuss. So we're gonna have to try to take maybe some bigger risks and cover cover topics that are a little bit uh, maybe less like a of a sure thing. Yesterday was really encouraging. I picked a topic that was like obviously people were talking about it. Obviously, um, um, obviously, people were talking about it but, but it, but yesterday felt good to cover something a little bit outside of our norm. The conversation was great yesterday as well. I thought the debates and the discussion were really, really enjoyable. Just one tab. As I say that, my mic was broadcasting Mike's speaker. Oh, okay. Yeah, you were creating your own echo. I was going to say. My audio is usually really on point, and if it's not, people will tell me because they're accustomed to a very good production value with the audio because a lot of people treat this as a podcast. Um, biggest fear about Outriders, the math works correctly as it is now because it feels really broke. If you're talking about... I mean, if you're talking about the classes and some of the class imbalancing, Sure 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 if we could get 20 more likes roll us over to 300 that would be great that would be super helpful with the momentum this morning uh that really really helps out the video Th- so thank you to everybody who has already pushed like a lot of people this morning have already pushed a sub button so if you're new uh welcome you may have subbed to one of my other videos uh we well uh, it may have you may have uh You may have subscribed to one of my other videos. These broadcasts are going to get trimmed down to 10 minutes, and that should help more people find the content. Trust us, we like to criticize Lono. Oh, yeah, yesterday was good because I ended up taking a position I wasn't anticipating, you know, taking. Like, the more I looked at what he said in context, the more I was like, man, this guy is really getting sort of, you know, he's getting misrepresented a little bit, and I I obviously have have a soft spot for that after everything I've been through so I was like kind of wanting to defend him a little bit but at the same time I did feel like in my video I broke down some of the things some of the logic breakdown that he had about comparing to God of War and launches and things like that somebody made a great point in the comments on the video they said this guy's forgetting that God of War was a long standing franchise so of course a new IP is automatically going to struggle a little bit In, in, in comparison in comparison right just a little yeah just a little usually do well when you cover recent gaming news. Also brings new people. I think personally, do what you did this time and cover till the game is done being covered. Yeah, we're really close to landing the plane on Outriders. If they're... My hope is that this week we finally get a patch for Devastators. They have said virtually nothing to set expectations about any more balancing. They have said almost nothing about it. So I am very interested to see if tomorrow we finally get patch notes for the Devastator Um, because people keep defending him and it's just like they always do the same thing and it's like man nobody has yet to really make a clear case that this guy's in a good spot it's like super narrow super difficult to do super tough to build gotta get the right legendaries yeah Uh, what did Jaggy say my friend used to wear a poncho he also wore leather trousers and driving goggles he liked attention I remember those days I remember those days where people would wear, like, weird stuff for attention, you know? When I was in high school, I remember doing that. I had a pair of goggles that, like, I forget where I got them. I got them in, like, a... It, they, they were they were not goggles that you would wear. They would, You would, like, wear them around your neck. Kind of like people that do, like, the steampunk thing, but it wasn't steampunk. Um, it didn't make any sense, you know? Warzone gets a new map in a season. Thinking about covering something like that. Well, here's the thing. There's always going to be gaming news like that that doesn't really work for a four-hour-long podcast or a discussion, right? So Apex announced their new season. Warzone's got a new season and a new map. So we are thinking of, including in these shows, a sort of micro news segment where I go through very quickly some news segments, some news snippets, I interact, I kind of talk about it, I kind of break it down, and then that's it. And we record that, and that goes over on the upload channel. The upload channel's not really serving a purpose if we're converting these videos down to their uh, 10-minute form. Um, So there's no sense in re-uploading over there. YouTube doesn't like that anyway. You're not really supposed to be re-uploading identical content. It's different when you upload a 10 minute from a 4 hour long video, but if this 4 hour long video becomes a 10 minute and I'm also uploading the 10 minute over there, that's just stupid and redundant. And again, YouTube would probably frown on that. So, I can't do a, a, a discussion about a new Warzone season or a new Apex season. I can't do a a discussion about Jeff Kaplan leaving Blizzard. I can't. I mean, I can tell you about it. I can read the headlines. I can talk about how Keller's taken over. But I I can't... What am I going to do? For four hours, talk about a game that I don't really play that much and talk about a guy that I'm not super familiar with? I mean, that's not really discussion. But I can can start to weave those in so if you want to be included in that as well you can start making sure to put those news snippets into the gaming news section of our discord when you see something there's some cool stuff that i might cover there's some really cool stuff that I, i might cover recently recently path of exile apologizes for letting streamers skip the server queue for their event that they did their reasoning made sense, but my my, what egg on their face? What a what a dumb move! Um, and they publicly admitted to it, and they and they apologized. Elder Scrolls Online updating their loot crates to allow you to earn them instead of buy them. So for those of you that play Elder Scrolls Online and you got the those crown crates, they're going to be earnable now through in-game effort. Um, considering the discussion, Resident Evil Eight demos shouldn't have a time limit talking about game demos and how they should function. That might be a good one. With yesterday, with yesterday, everything that happened and we talked about yesterday with Days Gone, Days Gone fans are rallying around the se- a sequel and they're signing a petition. At the time of the article, I read 55,000 signatures. So that's relevant to yesterday. So those are all things. that could be either potential talks or, or, um, what in the world? Potential talks, or they could be potential like micro news segments. Give me ESO cross save. I know. No, I don't like Smite. i played Smite before. I I do not like... I do not like games like that. No. No. Stop signing and buy the game, dummies. Well, more than likely, the petition's encouraging people to buy the game, I would think, uh, Eugene. If you want that petition to have... Legs, you get a hundred thousand signatures, and you get you know sixty thousand people to buy the game. I-, I think that would send a loud, g- loud and clear message. You know, <clears throat> I don't usually like a progress bar going up for a number like Destiny, the power grind, which I got bored for. But the initial Titanfall progression, even with the level bar, uh, is fun because it's unique and engaging. I forgot about that. ESO takes too much time to cover. Well, I wouldn't cover ESO butters. I would do a talk on ESO updates, loot crates. That's a video. That's a four-hour discussion about microtransactions, loot crates, um, earn- earnable items versus purchasable items. That that's a solid day. That's a solid discussion. That might be tomorrow. You know, that might be tomorrow. I could even I can even sandwich that at the end of the of the of the the news segment today. We were thinking of doing that. I would like end the news segment and be like and tomorrow I'm just going to give you the headline. Elder Scrolls online is letting you earn loot crates now. You're not going to be required to buy them with real money. Make sure you're here tomorrow for that one. Boom. End the recording. Cuz I want this to feel like that kind of a show. I want it to feel like you know what's happening today, you know what's happening tomorrow. Like that's a good that's a good rhythm. Oh, people saying I should play ESO. Here's the thing. Let me let me well, let's, let's 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 brainstorm here a little bit, butters. Let's brainstorm. The idea of getting into ESO is actually not lost. It's not a lost cause, okay? It's not. Let me tell you why. Look at what's happening with No Man's Sky. We regularly play it. I can update, I can play and work on my expedition for the season, right? We got a community planet. I think there's room, there's room, there's room for a game like that, I think this audience would really dig it, they'd really dig ESO, they'd dig playing together and helping each other, we got some experts in the community that could get me up to speed, get me moving and grooving, again, again, I'm not promising anything, I'm just telling you I'm just telling you right now that No Man's Sky gives me a lot of hope that we could start to become a very diverse community of gamers as opposed to being like, Destiny, Destiny, Destiny. You know, there's possibility. The No Man's Sky community planet gives me a lot of hope that like, and I look, one of the most, one of the, one of the most active places in our discord right now is the No Man's Sky room. The No Man's Sky room. There's always something going on in there. There's always people talking. There's always people working on stuff, trying stuff, learning stuff, grinding stuff. You know what I mean? new ESO expansion comes out in June bada bing bada boom I didn't mean to make that rhyme with June but we're shipping it that was good I'm telling you right now just stop building on Greg's base that's right that's right (laughs) that's right Leave, leave poor Greg's base alone maybe Final Fantasy I don't know I don't know here's the thing here's the thing obviously we've we've lost our home game okay you guys haven't but i have and i know it's very different without i'm not covering destiny i'm not talking about destiny i'm not playing i'm not ranting about bounties i you know i won't be able to dive in and play vogue with you guys right but you know out of out of storms can come can, can come sunshine you know what i'm saying we can, we can bust through this cloudy day and say, you know what? No, there's plenty of great games out here we can rally around as a community, and No Man's Sky could be just the beginning of that. People are like, well, No Man's Sky's not really my jam, but that Elder Scrolls Online actually looks kind of hot. I want to check it out with you guys. And you got a community of people. You can play together, raid together, grind together, get some tips, get some tricks. The Discord can start to really hum with... with that level of activity and communal in, engagement. And... That makes us a a more broad and diverse community, more welcoming to other folks. You know what I'm saying? It happened with Outriders to a little degree. Elder Scrolls Online is an ongoing game like No Man's Sky, like Destiny. We may be able to throw ourselves in there, you know? All things end, Destiny's okay, but variety is better in my opinion. I appreciate that. You, okay, have you ever experienced this so we moved into our house like 11 months ago. We haven't celebrated a year yet because we like we, we closed on the house and then like two weeks later we moved in. We gave them like a two week period to move out. Um, it was like in the contract or something. And so the, um, there's this thing that happens where all of a sudden I woke up one day and I was like, this is our house now. This is normal. I'm tripping over toys. I know where the light switches are you know i can i can walk through my living room in the dark um i have rituals locking the back door locking the front door checking to make sure the external lights are on you know checking on my daughter turning her lights off all of a sudden once was so unfamiliar and so strange becomes so normal and cool and and great and for me it's like, it's been over a month since I got banned from that game. I never could have conceived of not covering that game almost exclusively. I couldn't picture it. It didn't make, couldn't picture it. And now I'm like, every day is another chance to like, let's do it. Like, let's talk about this. This will be fun. This topic will be fun. That'll be fun to do. Let's try that. Ooh, let's dive into No Man's Sky. Ooh, I get to play... I get to play after six years of creating content. I'm regularly playing variety new games and content and getting support for it. I never had that experience ever before. All of a sudden, everything is different. It's it's not, it's not what it was. It's not what it was a year ago. It's not what it was a month and a half ago. And I don't know, man. I, I'm just like, this is so good. I can sit here and yes, periodically I can tap into the grief. Losing a 7-year-old account, not being able to play the game I love. That freaking sucks. It sucks to be so targeted and so attacked. And 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 yet, and yet to gain so much from it. To gain so much resilience and strength, clarity and 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 solidarity with my wife and with the mod team. You know what I'm saying? Like, all of a sudden, we're just every day covering new topics, and it's been dope. It's been dope. I've really enjoyed it. Like, I blinked, and I'm like, holy moly, look at our channel. It's just this, 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 like, encyclopedic library of all these topics now. It's awesome. Go look at the gaming channel. It's awesome. It looks so good. It's like, look at that. Yo, Kristoff with a brand new membership. Thanks for clicking that join button. Guys... We're we're slowly inching our way to a thousand members. We're in we're in like the low nine hundreds now. You guys are nuts. You unlocked Lono Madam, the Madam emote. Thank you guys so much for doing that. Appreciate you. Keep hitting that join button. Those join when you join for five bucks a month. There's five tiers. Any of the tiers, right? Any of the tiers. They uh, that direct support is huge. It's hugely helpful. What are you doing, kiddo? Oh, you're a monster. I see monster slippers blanket there's snow on the ground outside it's winter in april it's amazing and oh he he's just here to dance oh he's okay 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 all right well thanks for stopping in everybody (laughs) yeah 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 i'm i'm actively recording this this is supposed to be a professional studio I'm papa with cold feet. My feet aren't cold. No, my, I've got slippers on like you. Although I need to order some new ones. These ones are getting kind of busted. Yo, Dylan, coming in and clicking the join button. Thank you so much. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes your dope and deserve dope stuff, guys. Don't worry. Uh, don't worry. The studio has been evacuated. they they, they, they have left. And don't forget. Don't forget. Our Discord server is a great place to hang out. If you're looking for the No Man's Sky community planet and people to connect with and play with, get in the Discord. You do need to be a paying member if you're going to use the No Man's Sky room and the the photo posting rooms and all that stuff. You do need to be a paying member. Five bucks a month. I try to give you everything I can for $5, like I was like I'm gonna give you so much stuff, I'm gonna give you access to this and this and this, for the $5 a month of support, we do have the higher levels of tier of support if you wanna do that, but just 5 bucks gets you into all that stuff, into uh, the discord and uh there were only two folk that didn't seem fake in the directory back in the day, you and Te. well whatever ah uh. Yo, that name is Scout. Uh, Scout. Uh, I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna call you Whack. Thank you, Whack, for the brand new membership. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You're dope and deserve dope stuff, man. People clicking that join button, y'all are the best. Thank you so much. That's a lot of members back to back to back. We should have 300 votes now. Let's update this poll. There it is. Outriders DLC. What type of outriders expansion would you like to see? Story driven DLC, seasonal loot grind. You guys were not supposed to go 50-50 on this on this poll. We don't we're not learning anything. <laughs> well? Why you skip over my comment? You only read people with badges? Are you kidding me? I've been reading chat all morning. I've not, I don't look at badges. I don't even know what you said. New classes, that's what I want to see. So you wanna see new classes in the game? I mean, here's what I actually think they're probably going to do. They will not do new classes. They will do new abilities and new skill trees and new legendaries that go alongside with that. That's what I think they're going to do. So, nine or ten months, it's my people's native language. Okay, well, in English, the front half of that would just sound like I'm swearing. So, I, I, I apologize for not having the ability to read that. Um, I'm actually interested in what, what the language is, um, unless you're, it's the internet homie, you could be totally trolling me, um, but again, but again, (laughs) the front half of it, the front half of it, yeah, he skips my comments all the time, shut up Mo, I do not, (laughs) he ignores me constantly, that's right, he read my comment out like five minutes ago, no badge. I don't have the mental power to read two chats, Discord and YouTube, check the poll, constantly talk, constantly think of the conversation going, have no radio silence, read somebody's sentence, and in the midst of reading their sentence, process whether or not they have a badge and decide whether or not I should read their comment out loud. I literally don't have the mental power to do that. I use all of my mental power to do exactly what I've been doing for the past, like, hour. This is it. I can't go beyond this. I can't. The minute I hear or see or look at something else, all train of thought leaves my brain and I cannot continue to engage and read. So, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. You're getting it. You're getting all I got. <laughs> Dude needs a chill, reads my comments all the time. I have no badge. Yeah, you've been around for a while too, Stephanie. So, like, I know when I read your comment, I'm not going to get, like, halfway through and be like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm on a trip to crazy town. Because sometimes that happens. I get about halfway through somebody's sentence and I'm like, I regret... I regret reading this, you know. Lono skips my super chats, no big deal. Let the man breathe. Did I miss your super chat this morning? Did I do? Th- Did I droop? Oh no, I didn't. Okay. Come on. You gonna be some demon like evil every reptile? Read it line for line on some demon. See, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> You gotta be a demon-like reptile to read line for line. That's right. That's right, baby. I actually wonder if during the story they show us some of the abilities we might be able to get. Because when you fight the chick in a wheelchair, she's got powers we don't have. Like, you got lightning powers? Well, we don't really have any lightning powers. I mean, you kind of do on Trickster, so maybe the Trickster's using some of the stuff that she's using. So, I get ignored ever since Lono quit Destiny Guess he left me behind with a game. Lightly. this is the most active you've been in chat in months. Don't you freaking come at me with your sass. You understand the level of memory you're, 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 you're dealing with right now. Do you know who I am? Have you ever attempted this before? Have you ever attempted it to be like, well, Lono said this. I'm like, no, 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 no. It was a Tuesday. It was raining outside. I was wearing a, I was wearing a Captain America shirt. Then that is not what I said. You, you, you try and tango with me, sir, on this fake revisionist history. It ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. You've not been here. I I know it. And I know it. Because I was like, man, where's Leap been? Where has Light Leap been? You will not win this game, sir. Lono is like an elephant he never forgets. That's right. That's right. In months, it's been a couple of weeks. I, no, 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 no. No. It's 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 been about... I'm sorry. I did say months. I did say months. It's been a couple of weeks. It's been about two or three weeks of very infrequent light leap appearances you would like come in and get a little jab or a joke in on the gaming channel and i assumed it was because your schedule changed You would come in and you'd get a little jab or a joke when I was on the gaming channel. And then that was it. That was your contribution for the last two or three weeks. I told you. I told you. Do not attempt. Do not attempt, sir, to fiddle with me on this. You will. You will lose. (laughs) You will lose, sir. (laughs) I remember my favorite is when people are like, oh, snap. He remembered my username because I've done that a couple of times to people. Do you guys remember on the purple platform? Somebody would renew for like 31 months and I'm like, that is not your original username. They're like, how'd you know? I'm like, trust me on this. If you're in the 30 months, I know my subs, I know them. There is no way that's your username. People are like, yeah, I changed it yesterday. Those are my favorite moments, just nailing the name changes. It's like, that is not your original username. It's like, nobody has been subbed for me, subbed to me for 34 months with that username. I know, I know my long-term subs. Those are my favorite moments on the purple platform. Just, just flexing flexing my brain on folks. They're like, "How did you know?" It's like I just do, man. It's just the way my brain works. My my wife hated it in college. She hated it. I thought you I thought it was cool how you knew my name here and my completely different name on Discord. The fact that you linked them up was crazy. Come on, man. Come on. That's what it's just what I do. My wife hated it in college. My wife hated it in college she was convinced I was some photographic memory genius, like in secret, she hated it she hated it cause I'd be like, I'd like flip through the the note cards and like, I got it test me, and she'd she'd do it, I'd get every single one, and she oh she hated it (laughs) she hated it dude, she got so angry, cause I I would study like a fourth of the time, you know drove her nuts, and I would correct myself, that was the part she really didn't like So the way I did note cards was, you know, you put the big word on the one side and you flip it over where there's all the lines. And I would use different color ink for like the key words to remember. And I would correct myself. I'm like, no, 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 no. I was like, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, no, no. I was like, upper left hand corner is the red word. Bottom right hand corner is the other red word. And I would, and I would correct my sentence structure. She'd get really ticked. (laughs) She gets so angry. She's like, you're just showing off. I'm like, I'm not showing off. I'm, I'm correcting myself. Um, yo, what's good feed? <clears throat> Never caught my name change, gotcha. Thorish? No, your name, what, your name, was it Thorish Ragnarok? Was it, was it a longer name? It was like Thorish Ragnarok or something, wasn't it? A five spot from Damocles. How about some PM streams? Always impressed everyone can watch the live early during the day. Hairstylists don't so get home until like eight. Shoot. I, what do you want me to do? I can't. I'm with my family in the evenings. I stream on Friday evenings. I give you one evening stream a week. That's the, that's the most I can do. I'm super sorry that I can't do more. I really am. I like streaming. I like streaming and I like hanging out with you guys, but I dude, I'm, I'm overworking myself. I gotta be careful. You were monsthor. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I had it backwards. I knew it was longer than just Thor. I knew it wasn't a, like a di- completely different name. So I, was clo- I, w- I wasn't close, but I was like I was on the right track I was on the right track I didn't know you gotta make sure and subscribe to the gaming channel every Friday night, me and Hilly are playing co-op games on Fridays yeah, 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 make sure you're subscribed to the gaming channel what was my old name before Friday nights Hilly Heat was your name before Hilly Hijinks yeah, your name was Hilly Heat um, he likes us. He really likes us Lono clone soon. Holy moly. I need one. I need one guys The coffee it's on the way it will be here. It will be here in like a day or two I'm gonna have a freaking fr- like a like a a, a, a a skid a skid of coffee at my house What the heck is happening? It's actually gonna happen Friday nights are a riot I'm telling you, if you guys missed last week, if you guys missed last week, me and Hilly playing It Takes Two, I couldn't breathe at what point when he said that the developer thought fat people don't have bones. I I could not breathe. I was absolutely dying. I was Debata. I remember. I remember that your name was Debato over there. <clears throat> I was not on the purple platform since I never used that crap. Yeah, you're not missing. I was drunk and fell asleep. Ugh. Lona won't know my old username. How am I supposed to know your old username? You Paul S. What am I? What am I supposed to do with that? Wait, 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 wait. I went to school with somebody. If it's you, if it's you, then it's Billabong, and I think you changed it to Bonger. If it's you, if it's not you from high school, then sorry, you're somebody else. Blind ferrets. <laughs> No, no, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Dude. <laughs> I'm telling you when he when he when we got into the what ifs. This is why Hilly and I get along so well with with comedic comedic tennis. I do that with my brothers. Like the absurd most ridiculous what if humor. I love it. And when we got down that rabbit trail of The developer of this game thinks that fat people don't have bones. I couldn't breathe. I thought I was going to pass out. It was the funniest thing. (laughs) It was so stupid. (laughs) It was so stupid. It was the dumbest. I loved it. I, I could not. I could not stop laughing. So, make sure you guys support the gaming channel. Hey, if you're just tuning in, we talk about a variety of subjects. Obviously, we're having a bit of a back and forth just about the community and the channel. Make sure and vote on our poll about Outriders DLC. I'll be reading through responses here in a little while. What type of Outriders expansion would you like to see? Story-driven DLC or a seasonal loot grind? Okay, since it's a bit of a 50-50 split on the poll, be sure to leave a comment. I read through those comments. Make sure you are subscribed to this channel with the bell button pressed. That way you're here early in the morning and you can be a part of these discussions, okay? Would you play one of those horror multiplayer games like the ones where you're running around or something watching those are always fun? People wanted me to play, you know, Phantasmophobia or whatever. I just don't know. I I think there's just a simplicity of booting up a co-op game with Hilly, drinking, and laughing like idiots. Like I just think there's something simplistic and hilarious about it. He and I just hit, like, a... a this, Something just happened. We were playing Warzone, and sometimes that just kind of happens. All of a sudden, you just... You click. It's like something just clicked. And I was like, we should just play some co-op games. Because Fight Nights were just such a, a crap shoot. I loved it. I love the concept of Fight Night. But, I don't know, dude. I also kind of do it for me. It's my kickback drinking game night. It's like, I don't get to do that. Fr- Saturday morning hits, man. And I'm making breakfast. I'm with the kiddos. I'm, we're playing games with them. We're outside, like. And the rest of the week, when I'm not down here, I'm either helping, helping clean up after dinner, playing with the kids, reading them a story, or working to get the next, ready for the next day. So Friday nights is a little bit of a selfish endeavor. It, it's it's uh, it, it's it's for me. <laughs> it's for me a little bit, a little bit. You were Bubba G on the Purple Platform, longtime sub. Uh, found out you were now on YouTube. I think I remember Bubba G. I do. I think you were in the two year. You were in the two year spectrum. You had you had done a two year, a two year crossover sub recently. Well, before we got kicked off of there. What is outside? I gotta tell you, I used to be very anti outside. I can't get enough of it now, dude. I can't get enough of it. We eat outside pretty regularly now. Um, we we. Uh, and we we love it. My wife got a really nice picnic table. It's easy to store, right? Really easy to store and uh, and close up. In your defense, I changed my name before I subbed. I thought you had a different name on the other platform, though. I remember. I, I remember uh, there might have been another Thor, though. It's probably a common username that that that, that, that people you know use and take inspiration from. Um. <clears throat> I started when Lono did. I just now completed the five phase expeditions. Yeah, No Man's Sky expeditions. That's probably going to get punted to next week. I don't think I'm going to get to play any No Man's Sky this week. We did the community check-in, but today and t- tomorrow is going to be super full of games, and so is Friday. Um, Big time. Big time. Uh, did you get a new umbrella? We do- I do have a new umbrella. Yeah. Y'all are allergic to pollen? well we just take allergy me- the kids take allergy medicine my wife does the neti pot it doesn't affect me like it used to I've, I've, I like it gets me a little bit I'll get a little sneezy you know maybe a little congested I think I'm finally getting some you know resistance to some of it you play board games with the kids yeah we just recently got the kids version of um tickets a ride they didn't like it I don't think they understood it, it it's a little complicated honestly i thought the original ticket to ride was easier to understand than this i was trying to explain it to him and i'm like i'm having a hard time understanding this um uh, just keep in mind the time limit If you put it off too oh no i know i want to get it done before the two months is up i think i i think you need to at least get what is it phase four done if you want the jet pack i think you got to at least get to phase phase four completed if you want the jetpack. that's the main reason I, i'm doing it are you having fun while doing that I I was enjoying... Anytime I've played the Expedition gameplay in No Man's Sky, I enjoy it. There's a sense of progress. You get a bunch of rewards every time you complete something. It's really, really fun. It's a very different way of playing the game. It is. It is. It's a little more um, objective, almost bounty-driven. You're not really planting roots anywhere. Um, Well, you can. You can. You can plant roots somewhere if you want. If you want. Um, So... Oh, he's talking to somebody about destiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, no, no, no. Not you, diva. Heaven forbid, Eugene. Somebody talk in the live stream chat about what I'm talking about. You frick. Uh, how do you get in the expeditions? So if you play, if you have played No Man's Sky before, when you boot up, you launch an expedition's character. Your character is randomized, dropped on a planet, and given a bunch of things to do in the expeditions menu. You should not, you should not, I repeat, you should not dive into Expeditions if you have never played No Man's Sky before. It is going to make a bunch of assumptions about what you know, what you know and what you are able to do. So, you do not want, you do not want to dive in, you do not want to dive in if you have never played before. I would suggest playing No Man's Sky... Just normal. Start out with a normal save, right? You don't have that prompt for some reason. You need to start a new. You need to start a new save, and it'll give you that prompt. Do, if you already have a save, it's not going to give you that prompt. You need to go to normal mode or or not non multiplayer. Just click the left one, and then start a brand new save, and then it'll ask you what do you want to do: normal, survival, hardcore, whatever the frick. And then there's an expedition off. You literally are launching a. New, you're, you're basically creating a new character. Now when you're done, all of the rewards that you get from No Man's Sky Expeditions, like the cool the cool, uh, the cool, cool jet, uh, the ship, and the jetpack and all that, you can transfer that all to your existing save. If you have like a save where you've got billions of dollars and freighters and a base, that character can get everything from the Expedition character. At the end of the season, they're going to convert that save into a normal save and you can transfer everything. I always have fun in creative mode and No Man's Sky. If you want to play No Man's Sky Expeditions from the start, look up some of the basic advanced guide videos on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Ashes of Creation, if it takes off, Lono, takes off. Excited about it? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, Distorted's already got the gold ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's, it's, it's nice looking. It's pretty. It's pretty, though. It's pretty, 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 though. <clears> hmm. <throat> problem with no man's sky one more thing and i'll stop and it's two hours later that's right there's always one more thing you're like well i could go back to that down to that planet and get a few more things yeah. <laughs> yes sir oh yes sir it's 100 percent like that it is a hundred percent like that um Vapor responded to the announcement. He said, I think this will make it easier to just download the playlist for YouTube premium subscribers, so now I can just save the playlist and hit the download button daily instead of searching for videos manually. Uh, That's good. That's good input. That's good input. Um, I was trying to see. We were getting, uh, random, um, we were getting random updates, uh, comments, I mean, on older videos, And I think it was because I converted them to those 10 minutes. And so, uh, uh, uh. I'd love to see Lono playing Silent Hill. I'm telling you, we need a string of scary games to come out. I love playing scary games. I do. I, I think they make for great content. They really do. One question, Lono. Do you think they need to revamp the saves? It's really confusing because there's this, there's automatic and there's manual and no man's sky no games have always been that way there are tons of games in existence right now that are manual versus automatic like that's that's actually not a i don't think that's that weird at all obviously you jump in and out of your ship or you uh you know you make a little save beacon we're really close to 400 votes on the poll guys get those votes in we'll refresh here it's actually it's actually changing the 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 lean is changing Five Nights at Freddy's, no interest at all. Those games seemed not what I would enjoy. I like Resident Evil 7 Layers of Fear. Like, that's what I like. I did not like Outlast or Alien Isolation. If they're super mechanically driven with fail, like with a lot of failure and a lot of possibility of failure, immersion gets broken for me and I don't have fun. I'm telling you, there it's it has to be more about like, psychologically freaking me out and making me do stuff I don't want to do like go in a room and go over to a light switch and I'm like terrified to go hit the light switch but the minute they introduce like mechanics I remember in Outlast like I ended up in this basement and I was so freaked out right I was so freaked out and I had to get past this guy and I failed like two or three times and I was like well it's not scary anymore I'm just annoyed I'm trying to analyze this guy's where he goes and how long he stands there. All of a sudden, I'm playing freaking Assassin's Creed in a flooded basement. What the frick is this? Yeah, I'm going to buy Resident Evil 8 big time. Oh, yes. Yet yeah, you love Mr. Prepper. Now, Mr. Prepper surprised me, but that's a different game. That's not a, that's a different genre. When I want to play a scary game, I want to be, get scared. I don't want to sit here and be like, OK, the monster. OK, he takes a left. OK, he waits for five seconds. OK, now he comes over here. So I can go get behind that, but no, I don't want to do that. That's not. Now all of a sudden I'm playing a stealth game. I I don't know. They did that in Layers of Fear too. They they, they did all they did that in la- Layers of Fear too. All of a sudden, all of a sudden I'm 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 failing and hiding and sneaking and stuff. And I'm like, this isn't scary. It's annoying. I, they said that in the original layers of fear there was no risk of dying or actually losing and they wanted to change that. I'm like what what? So you think me replaying an area three or four times really heightens the fear? No all of a sudden I'm playing a video game. I, I don't I don't want to play a video game. I want you to scare the frick out of me and make me look like an idiot like that's what I want to do. I don't want to sit here and be like, well back to the checkpoint. The shadow monster got me. That's not scary. It's completely immersion breaking. I would love to talk about that with a horror game developer. How do you create the element of fear and threat when deep down there's that part of us that kind of knows, like, "Well, I, I'm not actually gonna lose or fail or die or whatever, right?" I said something similar about QuickTime events in the in the most recent, not the most recent. It was the second Tomb Raider. It was the second Tomb Raider, and some of the QuickTime events were actually tough, and instead of being like a fun cinematic moment where there's a plane crashing and a propeller goes flying by, and I'm sliding down a hill, I'm thinking about how to dodge a branch, and then jump over a rock, and then land on a platform. So the the quick time event goes from being a a cinematic form of immersion it goes from being an immersive form of cinematics to a mechanically driven hurdle I have to get past ruins the immersion for me it happened in the second tomb raider I was like it's great to have quick time events I love them but when they're so failable they lose all of their punch I'm not scared I'm playing assassin's creed in the dark that's what it felt like I was like I'm in a flooded basement with a monster playing assassin's creed I'm hiding behind a wall, waiting for him to take his 10 steps to corner A, and then he'll take six steps to corner B, and when he does that, he won't have line of sight on the door I'm trying to get to. It's not scary. It isn't scary at all. It happened to me in Outlast 2. I started the game, got scared. Something found me in the bushes, and I had to restart. Fear immediately left the game. Yeah, branched through the neck. They are nowhere ready to release DLC plans. The game needs to be polished and fixed first. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with that on Outriders. I don't disagree. Sony accidentally teases PlayStation Plus Video Pass. Oh, really? Hmm. I guess I get your viewpoint, but if you're wanting that much immersion, it'd be more like watching a movie rather than playing a game. No, 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 Stephanie. Uh, uh. Something happens when you're in control of the character and you're slowly inching forward. you're opening the door you're like something's in the shadows i don't want to go forward there is something that happens you are there you're doing it but the minute the minute i i'm i'm playing a video game with eight steps to here seven steps to there if i get seen i got to duck into this alcove Shh, I, no i'm i'm not scared i'm not scared i'm playing a video game it it, it it removes it removes that immersion. I want to feel the tickle in my ear because some sound in the corner of the room, room, like and then like goosebumps like shoot up my arm, like oh my gosh, I want that. I don't want to be like, well that guy pops out. I played this like three times, keep failing. That guy pops out, then this guy pops out, then at the very end I got to jump over a pit of dead people or they'll pull me down and eat me. Like that's I, it just doesn't work. I check out. I agree something happens. I turn the game off and I play something with action because I uh, if I don't, I'll fall asleep. I need the sense of failure, though, for myself. I just feel like what you're doing is, is you're injecting something into a horror game that isn't necessary. It feels so unnecessary. It's like... I don't... I, I don't know. Like does that heighten the fear for you or you like it because it creates an element of challenge and failure that's the real question for me if you are disrupting the immersion and delivery of fear you are failing you're failing it's you're insisting upon something that isn't needed for the game to deliver what it's what it's supposed to deliver i'm supposed to be terrified and feel like i'm there in that moment getting chased by a guy with a shovel like that's what i need to feel That's what I need to be doing. If I want to play a game that's hard and puzzly and stealthy, dude, I'll go play Splinter Cell or Assassin's Creed. I don't need Assassin's Creed Splinter Cell with zombies trying to eat my brains. It it doesn't. I think you're combining genres that don't combine. It would be like. It would be like all of a sudden having a racing sequence in a game like that. It'd be like, what? All of a sudden I'm playing GTA. What happened? What's going on? See what I'm saying? (laughs) Resident Evil 7 did a great job of that. I 100% agree. I had to be smart. There were mechanics. There was an element of managing your ammo and stuff. If there's a game that honored where it came from while taking the game forward, it's Resident Evil 7. Resident Evil 7 honored the franchise, it honored the spirit of Resident Evil, and the saving, and the going into the room, and getting the plants, and minimal ammo. Oh, god, oh, so good, so true and faithful to where Resident Evil has come from, and yet they contextualized Resident Evil into the modern landscape, and made a beautiful work of art. That game is so good. It's so, so good. Now, RE2 Remake, is right there with it the Resident Evil 2 remake is so so good now when I tried to replay it from the other cops perspective it didn't work because I knew where everything was and the jump scares weren't working anymore but my my one playthrough of Resident Evil 2 remake was on was very close to Resident Evil 7 the ending felt like a power trip Oh, the final boss fight in Resident Evil 7 is the worst part about it you gotta ignore that you gotta eat around that fat you gotta eat around that fat by and large by and large that, uh, that game that game, Resident Evil 7 is, is, is just, it's, it's it's so close, it's so close to, like, perfection of what, you, what at least what I want from a game like that what games in VR? They did Resident Evil 7 in VR, I don't know about what else Dead Space? I don't know, man, I tried to go back to Dead Space when I was in, like, a horror game I was in, like, a, um I was in, like, a horror game um, kick I wanted to play lots of horror games, and um, it just didn't. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Resident Evil 2 remake failed hard on the B scenario, but man, the game is still amazing. I I, I tried to play the, the the B scenario or the other character, and I was just like, I don't. Know, what what am I doing here? It just felt like, oh, I can go in those rooms now. Cool. That's all it felt like. It didn't feel like it didn't it didn't feel like it was like another game or like a chapter two. It felt like all of a sudden Luigi was taking over and could jump a little bit higher and get into a place that Mario couldn't. I just didn't get it. I thought um, no, I thought Alien Isolation sucked. I thought it sucked. Listen, that's just my opinion. I understand Alien Isolation has received a ton of awards, a ton of praise, and a ton of accolades. I was just like, what the frick am I doing? It's not scary. I'm hiding in a locker. I'm hiding in a locker, waiting for the xenomorph to go by. I, it, I, you know, I don't. It wasn't scary. I had the, it was exactly what happened to me when I played. Um, what was the one I mentioned a little bit ago? The one where I was in the basement. Um, Outlast. It felt like Outlast. I was like, I am so keenly aware. I am so keenly aware of the mechanics. I'm. It's. I'm not scared. It's not scary. Revisit and see how you feel. No, I played it like a year ago when I was in the mood for a scary game. Everyone was like, "Dude, Alien Isolation is it." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I've heard so many good things about it. this. It's gonna be awesome." I got like two hours in. I was like, "What the frick?" I'm just hiding in lockers. It, I, it, it didn't. It did not feel. It did not feel like I was doing anything significant. It didn't. It w- It was. It was a. Uh, it was a snooze fest for me. I don't know. Um, I <clears throat> uh. mm. don't understand how that stuff's happening. Anyway, it's a master class in AI development, though. I studied it for projects. Ah, okay. Isolation sucked. It's okay to be wrong. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, I I know that game is, is probably good and worthy of praise. I was freaking bored to tears. It's like Monster Hunter, right? I know that Monster Hunter is a great game. They've got great DLC. So much care and depth has been put into Monster Hunter. I was bored out of my skull when I played it. I was bored. It, it, I, I, I the, the, it was the, it was the, the content loop was just a snooze fest. I fought like six months and I was like, I don't want to do this. People like, it gets better. I watched a streamer that night that was miles ahead of me. And I'm like, nope, looks boring, boring. So like I can look at a game, see its value, see its care see how good it is, and then not play it. Dauntless is another example. I think Dauntless has done great things with their franchise, great things for their community. I have zero interest in playing Dauntless. I play it for one afternoon, I see the value, I see the sense of progression, I see the cool stuff I could earn, and I'm like, nope, I'm good. Don't want to play this. Just because a game is technically good doesn't mean everyone has to like it. There are plenty of games I've tried critically acclaimed, but I hate it. It's very subjective. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. There are so many games like that, where you're like, everybody says this is like one of the greatest games ever, and I don't understand it, right? Dude, I would sit here, I bet you, I could sit here and give you my strongest elevator pitch on why Hellblade is one of the greatest video games ever made. And I truly believe it. In my heart of hearts... In my spirit, in my beliefs about mental health, and art, and storytelling, and voice acting, and and combat, I could sit here and tell you Hellblade is one of the greatest video games ever created, and I could make a killer argument, okay? And you would play it and think, eh? You get like ten minutes in, hour in, you're like, I just don't see it, Lono. And I'd be like, that's fine, you're an idiot. Like, you know, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's, some games just don't land on people. They just don't. They're like, I don't, get th- I don't get this. This doesn't make any sense to me. That's how I was with Monster Hunter. I was like, I do not understand why people like this. I don't like God of War games. I'm apparently the only person because everyone else seems to love them. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. God of War? I'm sad I didn't grow up with a PlayStation. I missed out on a great franchise. I really did. I love the newest God of War. Boy... I love it. (laughs) It's so good. Combat was too easy in Hellblade. The combat in that game is, unfortunately, a little too simplistic. It's a little little easy. You can crank the difficulty, but it's still pretty easy. Especially if you come from (laughs) a Souls game or a Sekiro or something. The, the, The combat's not meant to be that difficult. However... I really hope in Hellblade 2 they change that. I would love to see them take that combat and just mushroom it, because man, it's satisfying. The combat is satisfying, but it's not. It, there's not a lot of depth there. There are at least two moments in that game every time that absolutely kill me with the artistic vision, the music, micro-expressions of, oh my gosh, it's there's so much there. I've never done a breakdown of that game. Like I would love to do a breakdown of the scenes and how powerful they are and why I think they're so powerful. The scene where she meets Dillian, she go she relives the memory of meeting Dillian. His in my in my opinion is one of the single greatest cinematic moments in video games. It is unbelievably crafted from from every Every layer of it is beautiful. I get goosebumps. I'm thinking about it. I can hear the music. I can picture it. I can picture her walking up to the tree. The wind is blowing. The sun is shining. From the moment she starts walking out there and the music starts to the micro expressions she experiences while talking with him, to the dialogue, to the writing, to the way that they create what feels like true, genuine chemistry between two fictional persons, and then they take it all from you in a moment. It's gone. She's back down in the dirt, in the darkness. It is wonderful. It's wonderful. It has got to be one of the best moments in the game, and one of the best moments I, you can experience in a game. It is phenomenally done, and they did it. She was a video editor in their in their in their in their uh, in their video department, and she was standing in for the character. And they suddenly realized that like she was she was Senua. Spoilers? That's not spoilers. That's a part in the game that you know go experience it. How about Agony? I don't think I've played that. I don't even think I've heard of that one. I don't think I've heard of that one. Um, so good. I can't wait for Hellblade 2. We're super close to 400 likes, guys. Roll over the 400 likes. We're, and, and on the poll here, get your votes on this poll. We'll be reading through comments shortly here. We're nearing the time in the show where I start reading through what you said. Uh outriders dlc that's the topic for today obviously we're getting off on tangents about other games but it's what we do here it's a variety gaming show this is a safe for work broadcast a lot of people turn me on like radio throw me on in the background uh but vote on the poll i'm going to be reading through the comments if you're subscribed here and you have that bell button checked you'll get here early in the mornings monday through friday when we do these shows do these shows you still going on your morning walks hope you had a good morning uh, Iron Queen, good to see you. Hadn't seen you in a while. I think you were here the other day. I got a bike. I got an indoor. I got a. I got an exercise bike. After November, when I had issues with my heart and blood pressure, I was encouraged to lose some weight and uh, start being more active. So I ride the bike for 20 minutes Monday through Friday, and on the weekends I hit it for about 40 minutes. So anywhere from seven to 10 miles uh, a day on the bike feels so so good. Um, so, so good. I feel good. We're still dealing with whatever it is that's happening to me at night. I don't, I don't know what it is. Um, it happened again last night. I literally feel fine all day. I lay down and as I'm drifting off, I get woken up and like my heart feels like it's racing, but it's not. I, I have a blood pressure machine. I checked it last night. It was, it was right where you want it. It was like 120 over 80 pulse was fine. I'm like, what the frick is this? It's so frustrating. Um, uh, Dude, are you okay? I was playing Outriders and I listened to your stream and you casually destroyed Hellblade for me, spoiling the ending. I didn't say anything about the ending. There is a scene where she relives a memory. That's all. I. That's all. You will know within 60 seconds of the game starting that, that sh- it's about a girl and you'll know about a guy named Dillion. You'll know that within 60 seconds. Um, I'm deep into the game and now I hate you. Okay. You're, you're clearly an idiot, so you can either shut the frick up or leave. Those are your choices. (laughs) That's not the ending. That's a scene. (laughs) Trust me. I played Hellblade like three or four times. I didn't spoil anything for you. (laughs) I I promise you I didn't. I'm too I'm too much of a fan of that game to spoil anything for you. Even though the game is 3 years old, I still don't spoil it and I didn't spoil it for you today. I described the artistic brilliance of one scene and didn't even tell you what really happens or what it's even about or what it's connected to and what it means for her as a character. You don't even know what's happening to either characters in the scene. You just know that she's reliving a memory of when she met a guy. <laughs> do you suffer from EHS exploding head syndrome it's where you will suddenly wake up to a loud noise but the noise is just in your head not actually happening that does happen to me sometimes Pico this is different this is different it's I'm not kidding you it's as my as my my body it's like when it's like when the, the melatonin and all that and as I'm getting sort of let go of to sleep all of a sudden I wake up and I feel like my heart's racing I'm like what the frick why and then like for an hour i i feel like my heart's racing and i can't fall asleep it only happens at night when i lay down it's it's so annoying yeah i played hollow Knight. hollow Knight's really good hollow Knight's excellent i played that uh i never played any of the dlc for it i'm looking forward to their sequel silksong uh both oris are brilliant i played both of those really really good um are you ever gonna play old games? how do people that can't play games view us? what are you ever too oh are you ever too old to play games? I don't think so no no I've seen plenty of elderly people getting into video gaming it's awesome. I've seen some of the coolest things on reddit where like a little sweet old grandma will get into Minecraft or something and just make a whole village and just it's awesome. It's awesome. Um, Are there any looter shooters that are close to Remnant that people can suggest? I have no idea. Bet some cannabis would solve that insomnia problem. It's called a hyping jerk. I get them all the time. They're harmless but annoying. No, my body's not jerking. It's something with my heart. I'm I'm telling you right now, I think it's the medication that I'm on. It's, it's It's something that can happen when you're on amlodipine. When you're on amlodipine, this is something that can happen. Um, apparently, it messes with your with your mel- melatonin or something. Um, so I may have to start taking melatonin at night. When I took melatonin in the past, it gave me weird dreams. But at this point, I might take that just to have, like, something at night that kind of brings me down. I need something. I need something because it's driving me freaking crazy. Uh... uh... Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. okay sorry i'm clicking on the wrong thing there we go and the new god of war the lead up to when kratos goes back home yeah what's your opinion of sequence of the scenes somehow who didn't grow up on the first three games it didn't land on me the way it landed on people i didn't get it like i thought it was cool but i wasn't like no way he's getting the b-. i did, it didn't i didn't know what he was doing Biomutant? Yeah, Biomutant looks amazing. Don't use melatonin, use valerian root? I've heard about valerian root. I think I took that for a while, too, instead. Cannabis is highly illegal in TN? that taking melatonin will increase your body's reliance on using it instead of producing it on its own. Right, like, that's what I mean. Like, everything you do is going to have some sort of an effect, isn't it? I'm... I'm not going to take myself off the medication, but I'm convinced that's what it is. I'm convinced. Because my doctor like wanted me to naturally bring my blood pressure down, and I've been doing a lot of that, so I don't know. Um, she started... Okay, so after having this heart racing when she was almost asleep, started taking magnesium helped enormously. Somebody else said something about magnesium yesterday, and I have magnesium supplements in the house. Uh, I was taking it for a while, uh, cause it's supposed to help with circulation or something. I can't remember. Um, I was having a weird like numbness sensation in my, in like the top of my forehead. I, I think I had pinched a nerve or something. It's gone away since I a lot of stretching. Uh, they gave me like neck stretches to do. I was at the chiropractor and they were like, well, you know, you could take magnesium that might help and do lots of stretching so i have magnesium i could start taking it i don't know um because it's weird uh it's so frustrating because it's like i'm dead tired and all of a sudden i'm like bing wide awake like what just happened it's repressed grief uh Pam suppresses rem and is addicted. Yeah, I don't want to take a sleep aid. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for a sleep aid. I'm looking for something just to, like, bring me down. Try taking it at a different time of day. I literally thought of that, Reckless. I thought, what if I took half in the morning and half in the evening instead of all of it in the morning? Because I wonder if that's what it is. Like, my body is, like, coming down off of the amlodipine, and then I'm having, like, some kind of a thing... And then I wake up in the morning, I take it, I'm good for the day. And then at the same time every night, you know, 11 11 to to midnight, somewhere in there, I'm, like, coming down off of it, and all of a sudden I'm having an issue. And I'm like, what in the frick? So I thought about that, like, what if I took half in the morning and half in the evening? I don't know. Lift weights right before bed? I thought about that too, like, riding the bike before bed. Just quick 10 minutes, but I didn't know if that would, like, wake me up. Not, yeah, bring me down. I recommend the news. Shut up, Fet. <laughs> mm, my dad was on blood pressure meds and it really started messing with him. The moment he stopped taking it, he was fine. It turned out he didn't need to be on the meds anymore because he was able to bring down his BP other ways. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, 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 I'm worried that that's what it is. I never had any of these problems before I was on the meds back in November I had the weird dull pain went to the hospital they did a bunch of freaking tests and they were like you have high blood pressure we don't know it must have been a coronary spasm of some sort and here are things you can do to bring it down here are things that can cause issues at night like so I cut my drinking down almost entirely like five days out of seven I'm not drinking anymore I was drinking like every night so I cut that way down right I cut that way down and then uh salt in my diet cut that way down way way down increase my water intake so it's like i don't know when i take my blood pressure now it's always good but at the same time it's like well i'm on the meds so it's like i don't know that's what drives me crazy at night when it happens i'm like i go and i take my blood pressure and it's perfectly fine i'm like what is happening i'm fi- like i'm fine right now what is this no it has nothing to do with what side I'm on no no it's kind of happening now but we're talking about it so like I I start to think about it I'm like aware of it and then it starts to happen so like some of it's probably psychosomatic I don't know it's freaking irritating is what it is (laughs) to have the doctor be like there's nothing wrong with you you just kind of have high blood pressure (laughs) you know what I mean I'm installing No Man's Sky. I haven't played in a year and a half. I'm presuming it's good now. Oh, it's a completely different game, CJ. Don't jump into Expeditions, though. Start a normal save and go through all the new stuff that you're unfamiliar with. You're not going to have a clue what a micro, um... what a portable refiner is. Crafting, building, none of that. I would just start a normal character and let the tutorial stuff just walk you through, man. Let the tutorial walk you through it all. Um... bit late but don't play agony it's like outlast 2 on crack the gameplay is awful the amount of uh oh that kind of violence is disturbing the devs actually had to cut a scene where oh my gosh what i don't want to play a game like that there was some other game that was about that it it, it had like lust in the name and i was like what it was like lust from beyond or something and they were promoting it like crazy sending me stuff all the time like why are you sending all this to me um it was. It, it looked disturbing. I have no interest in games like that, like at all. Um, there are there are lots of the, the the craziest thing about Steam when I look at all the games, you know, that are releasing and all the games that are popular. It, it's 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 basically adult entertainment has completely and utterly invaded like the indie gaming world. It's it's insane to me. It's insane. It's bad and it flop. It's a hell simulator. Oh, I, yeah, I have no desire to play something like that. Oh, would somebody make a game like that? I, I don't. I have no idea. I don't know. I, I that kind of stuff. Just I, I just I can't go there. I, like, I, I don't want to take my brain to a place like that. I don't know. It's just too weird for me. It's too weird. It's too. It's too out of left field. And to think that like. Somebody created it, like some mind was like, "Let's do this." Like, I understand someone be like, "Let's make a game where you try to, you know, get it on with, you know, sexy alien ladies." Like, okay, I guess I can see how somebody would think that that would be a fun thing to do. I mean, obviously, what is it, Rule Thirty Four or whatever, um, or Forty Two? I don't know what the freaking meme is, but, but, um, yeah. And listen, we we talked about doing this. I I, I don't I don't know how much I want to. I thought about doing this and I thought about maybe doing an entire series on um the purple platform. Um the <clears throat> you know the 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 identity shift over there like what has happened to that platform. Um I I've thought I've thought about doing like an entire series like once a week doing like a stream about that platform and my experience over there and and everything that's happened. I just want to make sure that it's like it's relevant and classy, and not just me like lambasting a platform that deserves it. You know. Unfortunately, Steam is only the surface for those games. There are games that are significantly darker. Uh, there's stuff I regret seeing. Yeah, I, I, it's it's crazy to me. <clears throat> I'm gonna play Devil's Avocado and say that there's a market for everything. I love that you put Devil's Avocado. I think that's like amazing. That would make a great shirt. <laughs> devil's avocado (laughs) and then have like a a, a tagline that's like considering you know what would it be like considering the other side the other side you'd have to make a play on devil's advocate like you know always consider the other side (laughs) or something like that That would be kind of adorable. That's like a Threadless shirt. Like we'd need one of those cute artists from Threadless to do like a dev- like a like a Devil's Avocado shirt. I love it. <laughs> People need more and more escapism these days. It gets wilder and wilder. Terrence McKenna did a good talk on that. Oh, really? Huh. Huh. Well, hey, if you're new, if you're new, we're getting into some heavy sledding. So we're going to kind of get off those those diamond slopes and come back to the bunny slopes. We are talking about Outriders DLC this morning. I've got some stuff for you, some interviews. I really think they're going to be leaning towards a Diablo style. And I'm going to make my case. I'm not doing that yet, though. You got to wait. We're going to be going through poll results here. If you haven't taken our poll yet, please do so. Use the poll command in chat. Uh, We're really close to 500 votes get on over there leave a vote more importantly leave a comment uh the the earlier you're here in the day we've been streaming for about two hours and the earlier you're here in the day the more likely you're going to be included in that read through i can't read through every single comment obviously we're we're well over um 40 comments now nearing 50 comments um Devil's avocado. Why cool down an argument when you can spice it up? That's right. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, see? That's a great idea. That's a good brand. That's a good brand right there. Um, That's that's good. That's good. That's good. It's almost as if they put together those uh, harassment rules to allow for what's going on. You know, Christina, I never considered that angle. It's almost like they knew they were gonna give up on pressing back against the people um yeah 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 yeah. people see a few thousand viewers in a handful of streams out of millions and think the platform has fundamentally shifted well eugene somebody told me recently that the irl and just chatting viewership has gone up by like 74 percent it is shifting 100 percent when the front page has that on it I don't know man, that's shifting. Do you have any idea how fast a tide will turn when that's an entertainment source? We all know, we all know how insanely gigantic the adult industry is. It is obscene. I mean, it's crazy. Like, it'll make your nose bleed crazy. The money and the traffic and the internet funnel there is for that industry. I'm not going to sit here and go down some judgment pathway with you. I would probably encourage you to research some of the psychological things that happen to you when you regularly consume that type of content. Just, you know, do your research, but I'm telling you, that that is happening. That platform, you give it six months. Six months of younger generation, younger audience members showing up and seeing hot tub streams, bikinis big old jiggly things and and being able to tip money and everything else I'm telling you right now uh, it's going to shift right now it only has one hot tub stream in the top 10 now Eugene we've done this before you might not have been here if you look at the just chatting directory during the day and then you look at during the night it's like the scene in the movie where somebody presses a button and all the tables flip over and all the bad stuff comes out Right? All the bad stuff comes out. It's like, oh my gosh! There's all sorts of guns and stuff in here. And then they press a button and it all flips back down and it's like just like a regular country club. I'm telling you, it's completely different at night compared to during the day. It is. It... it there... I'm I'm just telling you, it's... It is, it is 100% shifting and moving. And, and here's the thing. From the optics on it is so simple the optics on it is simple that platform has consistently had people push against the TOS instead of just firmly establishing no we just we don't want that kind of content here they've continued to create a TOS that has gray areas in it and people press and they press and they press it all started with a just chatting directory an IRL where, hey, what's up, guys? I'm just sitting here doing this thing. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing inherently wrong with that. That suddenly turned into, I can sit here with the camera pointed down, very, very plunging neckline, and I'll do jumping jacks for tips. I'll bend over and write your name on a dry erase board for tips. That started. Then, all of a sudden, you got pioneers like K. Pike making moves and inroads for body painting to be more respected in the industry she gets TOS adjusted allowances made for her to do her body painting she is she's a top tier body painter in the industry and she's again she's been kind of a pioneer and made moves for that to be considered a more normative thing and a more accepted thing then what do they do they update TOS to make allowances for body painting and women plaster some paint on themselves topless and sit there and drink champagne and talk to Chad people are literally tuning in to see bare breasts like that's why they're tuning in they're not tuning in because you're painting yourself into magneto they're painting in because they want to see your tigos like that's why they're tuning in like call, call it what it is like come on if if we're going to be all body positivity then call it what it is people are tuning in to stare at you and if you're okay with that more power to you yas queen all that right all of that but what it comes down to is brand alignment uh, b- as far as brand, uh, brand safe, okay, with respect to advertising. And third, it comes down to, what's the identity of that platform? What is the identity of the platform? What are you going there for? What's there? It, it, listen, you think this is unique to that platform? The same thing is happening on YouTube. People are pressing against gray areas in the TOS to put adult content on the platform. Why? It's less saturated. Right now, if if you think you've got what it takes, if you think you've got the the goods and the gumption to get into the adult industry, go and try it. The platforms are insanely saturated. Okay? Insanely saturated. And you're, you're gonna have a very, very hard time making any money doing it. Extremely, right? Extremely hard time. Uh getting into that industry. So what do you do? You go to the purple platform or YouTube where there's virtually no competition. There's almost no competition for you on that other platform to, to shake your thing. Same thing with YouTube. There's almost no competition. There's not that, that content's not here. So what they do is they're pressing against the TOS to say, Well we're allowed to do it if it's educational. So literally there are channels right now on YouTube where you're like there are people pressing against the TOS and saying well it's educational I'm gonna do yoga with nothing on right listen to me you kiddos out there don't you dare go looking for that stuff I'll tell your parents on you they'll find it they'll find it and then you won't be allowed to use the platform don't you do it you stay out of there but it's happening it's on YouTube and it's on the purple platform and again the reason they do it is because it's a business decision right it's a business decision they essentially go to where there's less competition and they soak up the viewership it's laughable how people here bash the platform just because of what happened to you uh no we did that we had similar discussions when i streamed over there eugene people did not like what they were doing um, and what people are getting away with. People hated to see, uh, uh, somebody get banned and unbanned almost instantly because, you know, because they, uh, they know people on the platform, you know, and they're pretty or whatever. Pe- people hated that back then. There were lots of people that supported me and watched me regularly over there and were longtime subs and they would say the same things they're saying now. Sure, people have turned the heat up because they, <laughs> they, they. They got involved in something that... The purple platform should have not gotten involved in what happened with me. You got no evidence? You got no no legal action? The police haven't been involved? Get the frick out of here. Go go away. This is gossip. This is rumor mill garbage. Get the frick out of here. That's how they should have handled it. That's how any platform should handle that garbage. Oh, what's that? You're slandering your competition with stories? Okay, go away. This is not... This doesn't concern us. Is it criminal? Talk to the authorities. Is there something civilly actionable, legal going on? Again, go, go go through the proper routes. We're not we're not getting involved here. That's what they should have done. They should have come out and said, "Listen, if there are things that have happened, we..." And they did say this, by the way. They said that they would coordinate with with law enforcement where necessary. And then they chopped my head off. Because why? Like you see what I'm saying? So it's understandable for people to be like that. That that platform is garbage. Can't believe they did that to this guy. And they turned the heat up on their criticism. But. Dude, we were back there ranting and raving about this years a year ago, two years ago. We were always ranting and raving about the Purple Platform's TOS and enforcement was a joke. It was a joke. That doesn't mean YouTube is perfect. Again, it, th- th- I'll tell you why this is delicate. I'm going to tell you why this is delicate. All right. There is a movement right now that is shrouded in confusion. Okay so you have you have people who care about equality you have people who care about body positivity you have people who care about um, empowering women Okay, these are all noble things noble pursuits we should work to end injustice and mistreatment wherever we can find it Okay, we should now that doesn't mean that all forms of activism that have taken place in the past 24 months or longer have been great and perfect, but it's a noble pursuit. What this does is, these all weave together into a really, really strong cord of, you shut your frickin' mouth. Don't you dare tell a woman what to do. Don't you dare doubt what a woman says it's this monster that's woven together and it's fueled by nobility and and goodness and virtue and passion and it's like whoop 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 it's all woven together and it's like people like how can we stand against this we can't put a stop to this how are we gonna stop this if we tell them they can't do it, we're body shaming. If we tell them we can't do that, the equality people are gonna come after us. If we tell them we can't they can't do it, then we're then we're part of the patriarchy or whatever the frick. It's like all these people with different interests and different things they want to fight for have come together and they've made it to where it's like, um, I guess it's fine. I what are we gonna do? we're going to get lambasted by some some branch of the woke tree. We're going to get hit with if we try to stop this from happening. Like that's what's happening right now. Like you cannot criticize, have a conversation or attempt to help uh, a woman without being viewed in some way. You're mansplaining, your 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 uh you're being your body shaming, like whatever the dirty word is, you're that. And so the purple platform is kind of like, y- uh, yeah, it's fine, yeah, it's fine, oh, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. But we're not going to say anything. <laughs> we're, we're, no, 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 it's fine. Somebody gets banned for you know nudity, adult level nudity, and they're like, and then everybody's like up in arms about it, and they're like, yeah, it's like less than twenty four hours. Do L- you see what I'm saying? They're so scared to take a hard stance on on that spectrum of streamer. But if it's a dude, yeah, frick that guy. <laughs> frick him. <laughs> Why? There is no branch of woke culture that will slap him across the jaw for it. They can take away a six-figure business from a guy with a family with zero due diligence and zero investigation. They don't give a frick. Why? Because the culture's like, get him! Get him! Get him out of here! If they'd have done that to a woman, woo wee They would have gotten hit with eight different branches of woke culture. Inequality, body shaming, wham, 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 favoritism, bam, patriarchy, bam. They'd have gotten hit with every branch of the woke tree. (laughs) They'd have been like, whoa. That's why, that's why they make the decisions that they make and they do the things that they do. Nobody batted an eye about what happened with me. Nobody batted an eyelash. It was celebrated off with his head. My head's rolling down the street, and people are, <laughs> yay! Who cares about his children and his wife? <laughs> this is great! Some girl takes her top off, bends over in front of the camera, and is making adult content by accident. She gets, what, 17 hour ban or whatever the frick it was? Terrified. Terrified to take a stra- stance and do what's right. Why? Because they're cowards. They're cowards. So, everybody pushes against TOS on every platform. Don't get it twisted, by the way. The drama guys on YouTube, they push against TOS over here all of the time. All of the time. <laughs> all of the time. That's what rules are there for some people. For some people rules are there to push on. And uh, can how close can we get to the line here? Right? The reason they get they get away with it over on the purple platform is because the purple platform is terrified of woke culture. They're terrified of the cancel crew. So they just they just go along with it. They go along with it. They're totally fine with it. YouTube does does a similar thing to a certain extent. There are certain people who push against the drama TOS and the targeting TOS, and they dance on the line, you know. And some of those guys, eh, they uh, they see they 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 seem to get away with it. They seem to be like, oh yeah, that's fine, you know. And then these other people can't, and then these other people here, you just got to see the. The, that platform's identity shift is being done from the inside like, they're pushing against that TOS I, rewind the clock, okay rewind the clock, look how far they've come, that platform has gone from people being concerned about like, cleavage and now in just a matter of what, two years they have hot tub streams on the front page right, they have hot tub streams on the front page if you'd have told me two years ago when people were worried about, like, cleavage and revealing clothing. If you'd have been like, just wait, Lono. <laughs> just wait, bikinis will be on the front page in two years. I'd have been like, nah, I don't think so. Am I saying that that's wrong, that people are doing it? Am I saying that they should cover up? No, I'm saying the identity of that platform is shifting. It went from that to this. Give it another two years, and what do you think is going to be on that platform? They've got the TOS set up to allow for it. They've got the TOS set up to to keep people from ever saying anything, right? And, and again, YouTube's the same deal. So right now, YouTube's at a similar crossroads. If YouTube doesn't strike down and say, yeah, we're really not a fan of having nudity on the site. Like, that's not something that we want. You're basically taking advantage of, of a, uh, of, of a TOS loophole, they're going to, they're going to have to make a similar decision because the same thing will happen over here on YouTube. Don't act like YouTube doesn't, doesn't have similar issues. So in two years, what's going to be all over YouTube? What's going to be over here? I don't know if they don't push back on this new, this new deluge of content that's coming, that's coming to the platform. People being like, well, it's educational, so I don't have to wear any clothes. Wait, what? (laughs) But again, that's a TOS loophole. They're pressing on that TOS and finding those gray spots, and when you find those gray areas, then you can capitalize on a market that's not tapped yet. It's what's happening on purple. It's what's happening over here. Part of my hope for YouTube is that they would really ground themselves and say, listen, that is not what we want to have over here. We're going to sort of rewrite um, aspects aspects of the of the youtube tos to to disallow certain types of content right like yeah body painting and naked yoga is taking off it's getting even it's it's rising now it's rising there's just people sitting there reading like the news and that's and they don't have to wear clothes because it's educational that was my original point there's a Daily Purple Platform Bash Year, nobody says crap about YouTube. Well, it's probably not on their radar as much, Eugene. You gotta admit, the Purple Platform is kind of known for this. They're kind of known for wrongful bans or walking back bans or treating certain people nicer than others. And YouTube, eh, they've had that a couple of times recently where like somebody gets banned and nobody really knows why, you know. But with that platform, it feels like a daily occurrence. It's like somebody's getting banned that didn't deserve it. Somebody's getting banned that did deserve it. Whatever the frick. It's kind of it. (laughs) It's part of their routine now. It's like every couple of weeks, we're going to have a story about like, did you hear what happened over there? (laughs) Yeah, dude. Somebody came into their house and just they shot off a bazooka and they blew a hole through the side of their apartment. Yeah, dude. Guy got banned. (laughs) Like there's always something happening like that over there. (laughs) it feels it's like it's like how long has it been somebody's like i don't know about three weeks it's like oh no something's gonna happen (laughs) it's it's been a couple weeks you know i don't understand why anybody would pay for it on these platforms you can sign way better way better stuff in the free other places never made sense to me well if we want to get technical, yo, Yotunamo, it's because, um, Yotun. Oh, I get it, like Guantanamo, Yotanamo Yotanamo uh, Yotunamo, Yotunamo. Anyway, um, the, uh, the, the site's not blocked. I'm gonna try, I was trying to think of how to square this, like, Imagine you're a 15 year old boy and you have parents that are, you know, plugged in and aware <laughs> and you can't go to those sites. Those sites are blocked or those sites are going to get, you know, your parents are going to get a little report about where you've been going. There's all kinds of software and things you can do. Well, Twitch isn't going to do that. Twitch isn't going to set off any alarm bells. <laughs> You can hang out there all day long, dude. <laughs> yeah, mom, I'm watching gaming. <laughs> Come on, dude. Come on. Yeah, it's playing a part. It's not blocked. It's not going to set off any alarm bells for, for moms and dads who pay attention to what their kids are looking at. Now, a lot of parents don't, but still. Also, you know, it's in proximity. It's in proximity. They're watching their favorite Minecraft streamer, they're watching their favorite p- Fortnite streamer, and all of a sudden they they fall into Biddy Town and they're like, What is this? Oh, she's talking to chat. Oh my. <laughs> like, uh, you know. So I get where Eugene is coming from. Like, people people tend to bash the purple platform. We obviously have a bit of a personal vendetta against that platform. But also keep in mind, I ranted about these sorts of things. Regularly, when I was over there, and so did the people that supported me. They didn't like to see that sort of thing change. They didn't like to see people getting away with stuff and getting unbanned and and getting special treatment. the The nepotism over there is 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 it's trackable. All you gotta do is watch. Just follow the follow the money. That's all you gotta do. There's just there's just certain people that uh, are untouchable. You know, they can be like, Hey guys, today we're gonna we're gonna. I'm going to bring in uh, some baby seals and I'm just going to put on some boxing gloves and just wail on them and they'd get like a 10 minute ban there are some people who could literally get away with that and then like some dude will be like some dude will who knows what I mean some of the things people got banned for some of it didn't even make any sense was in sub mode only yeah, the viewbotting thing. There were some people over the years that I knew were using bots over there, and when they shut down the recent bots, uh, one person in particular, like their average, their av- their, their, their they were peaking and hitting like th- 4 3 and 4k peaks and now they're hitting 1 and 2k peaks. And I'm like, yeah, you you were still juicing even after even after all this time they were still juicing. They were peaking at like 3 and 4k. And then, as soon as as soon as uh, the purple platform shut down the the follow and view bots, all of a sudden they're peaking at one and two k. Like their peaks got cut in half. Um, again, most people don't catch it. Most people don't catch it. They're like, like the average viewer, right? The average viewer, the average viewer isn't paying attention to that crap. They're just showing up to laugh and and hear a little chingering if they give money and. um that's all they care about, All that's all they care about, they're, they're, they, they don't care about any of the, any of the, the, the directories, and the view botting out, most viewers don't give a rip about that crap, they're just there to have a good time, you know what I mean? That's it, that's it. <laughs> so, I just refreshed the poll results, Outriders DLC, what type of Outriders expansion? would you like to see what's up outriders expansion would you like to see story driven dlc and seasonal loot grind oh and by the way um some of you guys were taking like little little swipes or warnings about like the fire and brimstone let me be perfectly clear i have no problem using fire and brimstone language about that freaking vapid trash company and what they did to me i have no qualms that company can suck an egg I said I was going to cool the language with respect to individuals and their communities. That's what I committed to. That 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 platform can suck it. I don't I I'm never going to dial back or mince words about that platform. Seriously. They had no they had they had no reason to do what they did. And after all, they're still they're still towing the party line even after so much has been proven false. Like no due diligence, no proper procedures did a favor for somebody. So, yeah, I I I don't need I don't need gut checks when I'm talking about the purple platform. Um That type of language will scare people away regardless of who it's directed to. If if someone's going to be sheepish about talking to me because I was I was lambasing that platform for what they did to me, I I what do you, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? <laughs> like If you're that terrified of doing the right thing, you're probably just looking for an excuse not to do the right thing. Like, well, he was talking real mean about the purple platform, so I'm not going to talk to him now. Either do the right thing or don't. Either do the right thing or don't. I'm not going to become Barney. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to become Mr. Rogers just so people want to do the right thing. I don't owe them that. I don't owe them being like a child's talk show host. Right? (laughs) Like, I don't owe them that. I can take shots of that platform without being like, yeah, you're being too fire brimstone, Lono. No. People are still connected to that platform. They could easily ban them if they banned you. Oh, for sure. For sure, Abe. I wouldn't be surprised if that's why a lot of people feel stuck. They're like, what do I do? I stream over here. Listen. When I was still over there, and um, you guys remember, Wish wasn't showing up in the directory, and we were pretty confident like somebody was like pushing a button somewhere. I reached out to uh, two of the engineers at the company to look into it, and when I did that, I was actually really scared. I was actually really scared because I was like, I might end up on their "quote unquote" because I know they have like the bad lists that people end up on, and then they don't get they don't get any love anymore. I was actually scared. I was like. This might end up hurting me reaching out for my friend because I knew, you know, they they didn't like him. So I guarantee you that's in people's minds. They're like, if I bury the hatchet with this guy, uh, all of a sudden the purple platform doesn't like me and I don't get front page anymore or I don't get any spiffs or all of a sudden my bounty board disappears. You know what I'm saying? They might think that. It's not even about my fire and brimstone about the purple platform. They might genuinely think I would jeopardize my career to even do any semblance of the right thing or correcting the record. I might be in jeopardy if I do that. You know what I mean? Uh, it's not being easy for anyone on that platform to talk to you when you crap on Purple Daily. They ruffle feathers. They can lose their income uh, as well. I mean, to be fair, Abe, I don't crap on Purple Daily. Yesterday and today we got on subject, sure. Sure. You know what I mean? Just once a week won't hurt. Drop one for your buddy creature. No, 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 no. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> um, they weren't allowing Tim to game with Doc. I mean, that's in their TOS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in their TOS. You can't play with a you can't play with somebody banned from the platform. Like if somebody was doing a podcast over there, they couldn't have Doc on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, that is, that's in there, that's in their TOS. I mean, let's be, let's be clear here. I love Doc. I think what happened to him was kinda sucky. But, uh, (laughs) you can't have people that get banned playing with people on the platform. That doesn't, look at the optics on that. Imagine some guy does something genuinely heinous and deserving of the ban, and then he's like, yucking it up with some other guy that's got like 10,000 viewers. You can't do that. That's a, that, that TOS makes perfect sense. Mm -mm -mm. so if people would just keep eating if people would eat more cashews supposedly he's not even allowed to play with him off stream what what (laughs) are you sure about that they can't police his personal life can they Hey, we found out you play with Doc. He said it himself. He said he doesn't even know if he can play with him off stream. Really? Interesting. I, oh, wait, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Isn't he in contract to stream there exclusively? I wonder if they're, if they're, if, they're, if, they're, if the, if the, if the mindset is if you are in contract with us, he's basically a brand ambassador for purple. Because a bunch of those people... Remember when I said, like... They put their faces all over their... Their... Their conference? They put their faces everywhere. I said, I bet you all of these people... Uh... I bet you all these people are, like, gonna get contracts. I wouldn't be surprised if... In his contract, they could say, Listen, we don't want you to appear in any of his content. I don't think they're necessarily saying, Hey, on a Friday night, you guys... You guys wanna, you know, prop your feet, crack some beers, and play together... No, you can't do that. They're not doing that. I think maybe it's related to the fact that he's considered a brand ambassador for that platform, and if he shows up in one of Doc's pieces of content, they don't want that. Does that make sense? I I actually kind of understand that from a branding optics perspective. Yo, Venomous coming in with a brand new membership. Thank you so much for clicking the join button. Enjoy the dope badge. Enjoy the emotes. You dope. They have people inside the Call of Duty scene that would easily let them know. I wouldn't be surprised, as I said, if it's more about the optics of, like, showing up in one of Doc's videos more than anything. That would be my theory on it. And and Tim's just probably being extra careful and he's like, I don't even know if I'm allowed to play with him off stream. Their TOS just states that he can't have Doc appear or represented in his stream. I wonder though if his contract creature goes in the reverse and says you we don't want you to appear in his in his content does that do you see what I'm saying like his contract with them might have exclusivity clauses about that like we don't want you appearing in some guy that got banned and is over there streaming on YouTube now off stream's different than in docstream right but when he says off stream he might mean like I can't even shut down my stream and play with him. Because, again, the risk would be he ends up in Doc's content and he has a contract that has exclusivity clauses in it. Because, like, that, that's a big thing over there now. They they scooped up some people, man. They slapped them into exclusivity contracts. And I guarantee you there's clauses in there that are, uh... I, there's probably some in there, man, to keep him from doing that. There's a lot of folks that have left that platform and have come over here either on their own or been driven out or have been, you know. Look at what I mean look at what happened to Harris Heller. He like wanted to know when his partnership was over cuz he wanted to start streaming over here and then they were they were like yeah your contract's over today. <laughs> <laughs> like so petty and so unprofessional but you see what I'm saying they might also think like yeah we don't want we don't want somebody who's a brand ambassador for twitch going over to youtube and streaming with somebody over there who's openly criticizing the platform or been banned for it or left it or whatever the frick. think about when people got contracts to go stream at mixer you see what I'm saying they might say, no 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 no, you signed an exclusivity deal here. We don't want you promoting that person. They're over there. They left. They're gone. They're bye-bye. You know? He has play with courage though. It might be different if they leave amicably. I yeah, I don't know. Right now they might only be pushing the banned streamer angle. Like, nah, we don't want you we don't want you, you know, consorting with the enemy or whatever. Pretty sure Doc has vids with him. I see one now in the thumbnail. It's possible that they've said something to him about it. He was leveraging a better kind with Twitch, uh, saying they had offered a ton of money and then they shut down a week later. Yeah, there are people that think that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Courage wasn't banned. Courage Courage took a took a deal. He took a contract. He made I mean the the, the, the Hunter Thieves, I mean they've they've, <laughs> they've made some moves. They've got really really good people at the helm. Like they've made some moves as far as um scooping up talent and moving over to YouTube and stuff. They're they're uh that organization seems like they it's run it's run pretty well. <clears throat> uh. um, it may not even be just based on who's banned. They may be a whole list of streams on a no collab list due to brand deals and whatnot. It could also be that too. That's that is also true. That is also true. I remember when people I remember when people were like openly bashing um G fuel, remember that people were super super against G fuel. It always made me fun. It always made me laugh when they would do it like on their purple platform streams. I'm like, you know that like the purple platform and G fuel are in contract, and like they have a flavor. It's like grape. It's actually really good. Um, that's kind of weird. <laughs> It'd be like <laughs> openly bashing like I don't know anybody they're in contract. <laughs> anybody they're in contract with? <laughs> it always made me laugh. I was like. You know they're in contract with G Fuel, right? Like I, I parted ways with G Fuel, and it was it was not mean and sl- and, and nasty, and I didn't slam them. I didn't tell people to um, so I didn't play. I didn't tell people to not to buy the product. I was like, for me personally, I just I want to go with a company that's open label. I I have friends that still are with them. I you know you, you can you can still buy it. You know I'm not gonna sit here and bash the company. It it, it, it it I thought it was so so weird, um, that people were sitting there bashing G Fuel, and I'm like. The purple platform is in contract with them. Why are we, Why would you sit here and think this is chill and totally cool? It'd be like being on an esports team and being like, yeah, Astro Products garbage. And they're like, dude, we're in contract with them. What the frick are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you know? I, I thought, I always found it entertaining I, that, that people were kind of losing their way and getting so, so amped up. <clears throat> so amped up about G Fuel, you know? yeah laying publicly into a beer sponsor that's right yeah like an NFL player like bashing Budweiser they're like what are you doing (laughs) what are you doing what are what are what are you doing okay we've wandered off in into into a bunch of different topics and uh we uh we just kind of do that here it's a little free form if you're coming in for outriders we're kind of we're, we're going to circle back and get on to your poll responses here uh if you haven't hit like yet smash the like button that is super helpful to me if we roll over to 500 likes if you haven't hit subscribe and the bell button do it and if you haven't taken the poll yet you know we love to hear from the audience it's a <clears throat> it's a mainstay here it's a mainstay we, uh, every day, are, are combing over a topic or a discussion. Variety gaming coverage here, Monday through Friday during the day. It's a safe for work broadcast. You can A lot of people listen in confidence. You can watch in confidence. Throw me on in the background. Uh, you can throw me on in the background. And people enjoy doing that throughout the day as a way to as a way to have, like, a gaming radio show on in the background, and so we appreciate all that support. We're getting a good suggested ratio, uh, today on the video. And, um, the, a lot of the videos that I made changes to, I went back and and, and made them into shorter, uh, shorter videos. We're actually getting, um, in the last 48 hours, uh, Really? Real-time in the last 48 hours? Interesting. Has it been 48 hours since we did the... Oh, it has. I was like, what the heck? Um, <clears throat> I'm seeing, like, on the graph. So, like, what we're doing is, is we're experimenting with the idea of converting the past broadcast into, like, a 10-minute video. And I was just kind of seeing, like, what the results of that were. And it does seem to be helping with people who are now today finding those videos on suggestion hoppers, um, <clears throat> excuse me, that ordinarily would click on it and be like, "Holy moly, a four-hour-long video!" So, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. They crossed a flavor and called it nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My our flavor was gonna be so hot. The artwork was so hot. Oh, it was so good. I saw a lot of their flavors and artwork before um, before it all got pushed. A lot of it hasn't happened yet. A lot of that, it seemed like a lot of things kind of got slowed down over there. Um, weird question. As a dad and a gamer, what do you think about teachers who game with their students? I've shared, uh, have shared their stream. a bit console info. Um, I mean, I actually think that's that's not really any different than you know um as long as as long as it's it's all on the up and up they have your personal information they know your name they can easily pull your file and know where you live so it's not like a, some breach of privacy for a teacher to game with their students um you know it'd be like an after school thing like let's play some basketball let's do a pickup game um or chess club uh my brother when he was a teacher here in the states he's he's over in uh, south korea teaching english He's been over there for a couple of years and he started a gaming club and it exploded and he said, you know, one of the coolest parts of it was seeing, you know, kids that would ordinarily not get along or kids that were really sort of shy getting accepted and and kind of loved on and like flourishing and opening up because, you know, video games as a catalyst is such a, it just takes your guard down, you know, you're just playing games and hanging out. I would say the safest way for a teacher to do it is in the confines of a club at the school and be very, very structured and like a chess club, like a speech and debate club or something. I think that would probably be the best way to do it because it's too easy for it to wander off into dangerous territory of like, if my daughter was 11 and some teacher was gaming with her, I'd be just as uncomfortable if that teacher was like texting her. I'm like, what the huh? Whoa. You see what I mean? It's in an area that's a little gray. So it's like, why don't we stay out of there and just stay over here? This is a safe, you know, controlled environment sanctioned by the school. There's oversight, there's rules. It's. You're you're you are living um, above being above reproach. If you've ever heard that term, no one could come and say anything or question or raise an eyebrow. It would be no, it's it's organized at the school. There's other teachers there. Uh, uh, you know, it's 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 structured. It's 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 on the up and up. Um, so if I were a teacher, that would be my approach to it. And then you could have kids rising in leadership and kind of running it so they just kind of need to be you know given structure and observed and watched so they're not all like breaking stuff or fighting or stealing stuff right cause you know kids be kids and so you know let them kind of start to own it you know it's it, it could be a really great great thing um we're virtual right now so things have changed well sure 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 sure, sure. I, obviously we're talking about like getting back to that not being a thing um. So, as a teacher, you're probably in, in a lot safer waters to not be exchanging gamer tags or Snapchats or Instagrams or uh or texts. Like that's just you shouldn't be having that level of uh connection with a kid that that it's not your kid. It's not even your relative. You know what I mean? If it's your niece or your nephew, that's different, right? But when that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a a, a teacher-student relationship that should sort of stay in that confines. It protects both parties. It protects both parties. Because a kid could be malicious and and try to hurt a teacher and be like, well, I gave him my username. We played Fortnite. And they did da-da-da-da-da. And the teacher's like, "Uh, oh my gosh, no. And the kid's just trying to be nasty and mean or Um, attention-seeking. So it protects the teacher. It protects the student from a teacher that maybe shouldn't be a teacher, you know, there's always those those sides of it, it's like both parties are protected if you avoid that uh, that that situation uh, giving giving even them like, again, your gamer tag it's a hop, skip, and a jump away from giving a teacher your cell phone number and it's like, no, 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 no no so it's not about breach of privacy. It's more about like being above reproach and being careful and safe, but still promoting something that could be good for the students and the teachers to do together, in a in a club environment, um, that is then overseen by principal, the board. It's 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 approved. There are rules. There's a schedule. There is structure. So it's not like you know. Mr. Smithers is sitting there and there's one kid hanging out like Ugh, that's a little weird like you gotta have a certain number and all that um, you know you can't just like stay after school and like hang out with a teacher one on one anymore it's we're, we're, we're out of that era you know and in, in growing up, that was a common thing for like a kid to stay after school and like get tutored by a teacher one on one. I guarantee you, more and more schools now are like, yeah, no, that needs to be done in a in a public setting like the library or something. You can't just chill in the teacher's room up in the east wing of the of the school and nobody's up there. Like they just they can't do that sort of thing anymore. Um, yeah, you 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 open yourself up up to all kind of problems. Um, it's just not it's just not wise. Uh, to to put yourself in that kind of a situation so both for the kid and again the the teacher both parties you want to you want to you want to protect because i think both parties being protected is is important uh in 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 the the age that we find ourselves living in um so my school runs very differently from what you're describing I mean, uh, listen, I'm not saying what is right or wrong. I'm saying these would probably be um, best practices. These, These would be best practices and standards to have in place. You could literally tomorrow start gaming with kids in your school and playing Fortnite together, and you could do it for six years and nothing bad ever happens. You just skate over the fire like it's nothing. All it takes is one instance, one weird thing, one kid with a plan. That's all it takes. Um, and then you're in a bad, bad, bad situation. And trust me, as someone who didn't take care of, of myself, and I wasn't wise, and I wasn't protective of myself, I wasn't protective of my family, I was reckless and foolish and stupid and and, and, and idiotic, Like I opened myself up to exactly the kind of thing that's like a nightmare scenario you never imagine happening. You never imagine being like, oh, I trust these people. These people are chill. I can let my guard down. I can put myself into a compromising position. These people won't. No. All it takes is one and you light your life on fire. And what are you going to do to stop it? In this day and age, what are you going to do to stop it? What are you going to do? There's nothing you can do. You're powerless. You just sit there and watch everything burn. Like, well... (laughs) I just wanted to have fun, you know. Um, Lono speaking almost directly for many youth group training sessions I've been involved in as a Boy Scout council member. Right, it's all just it's about it's just about boundaries um, and and caring and protecting yourself and caring for and protecting children. Like it's they're 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 equally important. And they're and they're very intrinsically linked. Um, more and more people now aren't doing um, they're just not doing sleepovers, you know. Can I go sleep over at Billy's? A lot of people just aren't doing that anymore. It just isn't worth it. It just... I, You know what I'm saying? You don't know who's, who's stepdad or stepmom or aunt or relative or whoever's at the house who might be crazy. You just don't know. You know, Billy seems like a good kid. I, I have no idea what's going on over that house, you know? So I'm not letting my kid go over there and stay the night. It's just... It's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate that these sorts of things have to even be in your brain as a parent. Um, but it's, it's true. It's true. A hot tub club's a bad idea. Yeah, that wouldn't, that wouldn't fly, Zubair. <laughs> that wouldn't fly. That wouldn't fly that's like a michael scott thing right that's like right out of an episode of the office like michael scott wanting to do like something like that and thinking that it's totally fine like what i don't understand (laughs) it's just that clueless idiot like dude come on you how dumb are you uh so all right let's start reading through uh the response to this poll i don't know did we hit 600 votes yet we might be really close yeah we're really really close to 600 votes uh so get those votes in there get those votes cast I'm going to start kind of combing through here. We don't start like a timestamp recording anymore. I'm recording these entire morning segments now. So those of you that listen elsewhere are probably getting a lot more content. Oh my gosh, it's 1130. So really enjoy how how all over the place we've been today. Seriously, like one of the great things about this show is we kind of go all over the place. For people who click on the thumbnail, they're like, I thought you were talking about Outriders and Diablo. We're getting there. We're getting there. Give me a minute here. We'll we'll read through some poll comments. We're going to read through less comments than normal, but that's okay. The recording is is isn't hindered by that. I've not suddenly like chopped off the audio version of the show um, by doing that. I'm actually really interested in the results that we get from the longer episodes on Anchor uh, and and Spotify and iTunes and all the places uh, where the podcast hits. Um, The longer episodes seem to do better with listenership. Um and the and the podcast has dipped and is now climbing with variety, like the audio version of SNTR presents. So Um That's why Pops always wants to meet face to face with other parents before something like that because you never know even after meeting them. Right, that's your baby you're protecting. That's right. That's right. Have the Spotify uploads slowed? No. No. Every time you get to a Monday it's going to feel that way, but the reason I do that is if I if I were to upload on Saturday and Sunday, there would be a gap. You would run into a gap, you would hit a part where it's like, "Oh, there's nothing hitting here." Like right now, just this morning, Outriders Expeditions player hate players hate the timer, so it's 2 days behind. So I could do one Saturday to to do, to, to catch it up. I'll try to remember to do that. So then, it's supposed to only be one day behind. So on Monday was Outriders Expedition review. Then Tuesday was Outriders Inventory White Bug, and then on today, Outriders Expeditions players hate the timer. Um, so I it, we 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 a lot of the times like I we're always there's just no way to do it. It's like I recorded on Monday, and then it usually is going to get uploaded like a day later. Typically, that's how it works. Like, if I, if I record it on Monday and then it uploads on Tuesday, then, oh, you know what? We could start doing next day now that we're not doing the upload channel anymore. I could upload the drafts, download them as audio, and upload them to Anchor so they hit the next day. I might be able... You know what? I might be able to back it up now with our new format. So that way, like, if you're like, oh, I missed Monday, next morning, audio version should hit. I should be able to catch it up this weekend. I'll just do... I'll just do podcast posts on... Saturday and Sunday and then we'll be in sync so whatever I talk about on Monday will get uploaded Tuesday going forward we should be able to do that no problem so the only thing that might change for the core audience is those VODs YouTube right now is letting me do this thing where I can like save the pro- the, the, the broadcast and essentially like re-upload it to a, an unlisted playlist for people who miss the broadcast that feature is supposed to be going away but it still works in one particular instance that works for us if that goes away i'm gonna have to start re-uploading them which means they're gonna just hit later uh... but really getting these, these, these daily streams trimmed down to 10 minutes is super important going forward it really really is i think it's gonna really help the channel if we get a month of that i don't know i think we're really gonna see the results i think we're gonna see a lot of um... subs the next day and views the next day because those 10 minute videos are going to start to actually get uh, some pull Um, and we're seeing it I'm already seeing the results today I feel like we're getting some sub momentum from it so yeah yeah all right, let me uh, just start reading th- some of the responses. So, for the audio listeners, I- I've said it a couple times this morning Outriders DLC. What type of Outriders expansions would you like to see? Story driven DLC or a seasonal loot grind? It is about, uh, let- let's refresh here. Let's refresh and, uh, let's take a look, 605 votes. It's about a 60-40 split in the reverse of what it started. So it started with the seasonal loot grind being in the lead, and now it's about a 60-40 split. Story-driven DLC is in the lead. Um, that that, that is in the lead. So people are more driven by the story-driven DLC. Now, th- whether you want the seasonal Diablo-style loot grind, or story-driven, uh, grind, you'll actually be interested in the commentary from... People can fly. I'm going to be reading through that commentary shortly for uh, the the ten minutes. So that is something that we will be going over uh, shortly, and I I think that the they're 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 looking at Diablo and their inspiration from Diablo and their commentary about the game not being abandoned and, and the game uh, continuing to get support. I think is 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 very promising for for people that enjoy the game. Uh, for people that enjoy the game. So. Uh, and so the first response here to the, po- uh, to the poll is from, uh, Monkis. He says, one of these options will keep people around for a week. The other will people keep coming back for years. Agreed to an extent. But I think there's a middle ground. Uh, I think there is a middle ground and they've indicated that story is very important to them. And telling more stories is very important to them. So I think there's a middle ground here. I don't necessarily think they, that that one is pitted against the other. Today's poll was not necessarily about claiming that there is a a juxtaposition or a you know that these things are mutually exclusive. Um, you know, uh, th- I, that's not a claim. That's not a claim that I'm trying to make. The poll was designed to see where you guys kind of landed on. Which do you prefer? Not that you can't have both. right. Uh, Vorian says love the seasonal grind. Same. I love the seasonal grind. I like it. I think it works for a lot of games. Menacing Mommy says love the story in Outriders. I'd be happy if there was more in the future. I get way too bored of content loops. I hear you. Uh, they can be draining. They can be draining, okay? Seeing people talk about Guardian games and and sort of the the woes of being a destiny player and the and the chore of of throwing yourself at a at a new at a new event. Um I was just like, wow, I I, I don't miss that. I don't. I like the I like the um I like the the stories and the springboard and the raids and the content, but man, that those those bounty grinds are just they're soul crushing and, and they're draining. And um, I re, I was just sort of like relieved a little bit this morning. I was like, man, I'm just so glad I'm not in that anymore. Um, can we get a third option? Both? If you could run a minor story with a seasonal fashion, flush it out. Well, a coup papa. The reason I didn't do both is both doesn't communicate anything to me. I want you to have to choose between the two. Which one of these is mo- a little bit more important to you, to some degree? Now you might be like, no, it's fifty-fifty. A lot of people lean one way or the other, and that's what I wanted to see. Putting both would have would have just muddied the waters. It's like, well, yeah, a ton of people are going to push both. Yeah, sure, give me story and a seasonal loot grind. Like, why wouldn't you? You know, why, But if I tell you, you got to pick between pizza and cheeseburgers, I, you know, and you're like, well, why can't I have both? Well, I, I want to know which which do you which do you if I'm giving you one shot. I'm giving you one pick. What do you pick? I want to know that. If I come to your hometown and I like, I can go to one restaurant tonight. And you're like, oh, these two are so good. All right, come on though. Which one? Which one? Which one are you going to push me toward? You know what I mean? Um, You now understand the expressions of those who prefer the actual expansions instead of seasons. It's because the set development time of seasons allows for bigger effort in creation. I think that's I don't I don't think that's a fair assumption. I don't think that's a fair assumption. I I played Destiny for seven years, homie, and the expansions were never that more substantive. They took longer to drop, and they didn't have more substance. They just didn't. House of Wolves, Dark Below, Osiris, and Warmind—none of those were more substantive than a season. I, they they were virtually the same. They just they were spaced out differently. I don't agree with that. I really don't. I think you're assuming that if they went to an expansion style in that game you'd get more like oh there'd be more effort in creation uh no amount of content certainly not no provably that that's that assumption is actually kind of something you can actually prove that false given that game in particular that's an indictment on bungie is it or is it an indication of how development goes is it a look behind the curtain about how long development takes Is there there another game that every three months is dropping an expansion or a season that's substantive and, and awesome and amazing? How long do Diablo seasons last? And do Diablo seasons offer you this wealth of brand new, fresh, substantive content? Or do they cycle in really cool rewards, armor sets, and then put you in a randomly generated environment that scales up in difficulty, that's super rewarding and fun, and you start a brand new character? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I don't... I'm not gonna if if you think I'm gonna sit here and get in the corner and defend Bungie, I'm not gonna do that. But I think a lot of the times people completely overstate it. They're like, oh, yeah, it's an indictment of Bungie, really. According to what ideal, who's doing it better? Who is it? Is it not more an indication of how ridiculously challenging and slow development is? It it takes a long time. Even what No Man's Sky built, No Man's Sky is gonna reset its expedition seasons every two months. I don't think every two months you're gonna have this giant swath of brand new things to do in No Man's Sky. They're gonna give you a bunch of checklists and they're gonna give you really pretty, shiny, dope stuff to earn if you do it. And it's and it works. I love No Man's Sky. Give it a fresh coat of paint and give me a sense of progression and reward. I'm in. Yes. It's not like they completely changed the game. Now, No Man's Sky has done amazing things with their updates, and they continue to continue I mean they continue to pour love into that game. But like, every three months, I just I don't see anybody being like, yeah, dude. Every three months, they're cranking out insane depth and substance. No, the amount of content wasn't the problem. The content itself sucked. Mercury was poorly designed, and the campaign was awful. Right. But again, so you're getting caught up in the specifics of it, and that's not what I'm interested in talking about. We're talking about if you're going to do seasonal content or story-driven expansions or DLC and you're like i actually think story driven stuff's better it'll get it'll be more substantive there'll be a whole lot more content cuz they'll have more time to work on it maybe not if you wait 6 months for an expansion or you wait 3 months for seasonal content in my estimation you're going to get similar substance and depth you're just going to wait longer for this essentially instead of two seasons in 6 months you get one expansion i think you're getting the same pizza you're just slicing it differently instead of slicing the pizza into 8 pieces, one person slicing it into 16 pieces. It's the same amount of pizza. They had 6 months to work on the content, and you got this or you got this. It's just a matter of how you slice it. I don't know. That's that's just always how I've looked at it. Like games can only develop and create stuff so fast. It's just there's only they're only going to be able to hit a certain rhythm of deliverable. You know what I mean? I just I don't know. I think that's one of the reasons why People Can Fly's approach to Outriders is admirable. They're like, we don't have anything loaded in the hopper. Now, He there's an interview I'm going to read to you today where he says they have things that didn't make it into the game and they have ideas and things they want to do. Sure, but they didn't build a roadmap and content. They didn't do that. Why? We don't know how well the game's going to do. We don't know what players are going to flock to. Like, we, 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 I mean, honestly... They're struggling right now to give me confidence in their sense of balance and game build diversity and power fantasy. Uh, it, does, it doesn't it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like they're on point with that. It really doesn't. I don't know. Uh, that Axel or people addicted with smaller elements like the best gun mechanics. The only game that has satisfied the ongoing content for me so far has been ESO pretty good every time so far in my opinion it seems almost impossible to keep up uh with gamer demands right right i just i'm i i don't think i don't think the ongoing game model has has hit its stride anywhere and has been done perfectly as much as we praise diablo and diablo nailed it a lot of what diablo does man i mean if you if you really think about it they really build an engine that does so much for them. It, like they're not cre—they're not necessarily having to create expansive new areas, stories, or substance. You literally start over with a brand new character. You spend a decent chunk of time blasting through, leveling, and building your skills and loot that you're just tossing over your shoulder, and then you're grinding for a handful of sets and some cool cosmetics and some cool set bonuses. And then when you're done, you have something to show for it, and then you do it all over again next season. No Man's Sky is setting their sights on the same format. They're like, let's do the same thing. Every couple of months, new stuff to chase, new checklist to do, and the, and the world's always generating itself, so give them a randomly generated character. I don't know. I It's... It's there, there. just doesn't there doesn't seem to be uh, the, the, there just doesn't seem to be a lot of games that that do, that do this in the way that people expect a game like Destiny Division Anthem or Borderlands to do it. It's weird. It's like those games in particular Destiny I think more than all of them, but the rest of them people really expect there just to be this mountain of substance every three to four to five to six months. Um, I don't know. I, I don't I if we' we're, we're I, I don't want to jump ahead and, and and take away from my 10 minute talk so i'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna move on to the next comment on the poll I'm gonna dip into some of my thoughts on what they could do with this game long term Norberto says I enjoy a solid story being told while doing my uh, mis- doing missions outriders also lets you rerun the missions for loot so if after it's uh if after it be a good story um I actually agreed that, you know, a solid story, you know, while doing missions is, is good. I, you know, there being sort of purpose underneath what you're doing is, is, is pretty dope. And that is one thing in Diablo that you obviously aren't going to get in the seasonal content. You're going to largely be just doing, um, you're just, you're just sort of doing the, the, the riffs over and over and over again and bounties riffs and bounties. Um, and bosses, and leveling up, and raising the difficulty, and killing those bosses. But there's not really story going on. I mean, there's there's dialogue and stuff you can go listen to, but by and large, it's, there's not really a a, a giant story driver. I mean, the same thing could be said for the same thing could be said for the seasonal grind in uh, No Man's Sky. Yeah, there's no story there. There's no narrative. There's no new thing to uncover. You're, uh, You're checking off boxes and getting pretty shiny things along the way. Um, Here, essentially this is what games are figuring out how do we get people to replay a content loop they love and feel like they're having a new experience without completely reinventing the content loop or killing ourselves creating depth and substance that will get shredded because they're so familiar with the game if somebody's familiar with their game And they're an adept player. They're an adequate and familiar player. Whatever you build is going to have... There's an expediency to the way those people play. They're going to plow through whatever you build. So, can you keep somebody coming back or jumping into a content loop and have it feel fresh and new and enjoyable and make them feel a sense of progress and reward along the way? This is the this is the the ongoing loot based game conundrum right it's the ongoing loot based you know game conundrum how do we how do we how do we get there there it's 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 extremely it's extremely difficult to figure out how to get there it's it's not easy it isn't and so at at this moment in time, I think there's a couple of games that have built models that seem to be working but it's going to be a true test of time about whether or not these models can be replicated by other companies Um, and, and, not only that, can it be replicated but can it be done in a way that people like it like, they may try to do a seasonal thing in Outriders and people are like, no no, I'm good no, no no no, I don't I don't like this. You never know. So there's 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 like there's like four or five foundational questions there that a lot of companies are trying to answer and figure out. And it just isn't easy. I don't think it's easy. And I actually think people can fly's approach makes the most sense and it does relate back to Diablo in some ways. Rather than rather than try to get one big plate spinning and then immediately try and start to spin all these other smaller plates of like expansions and add-ons and this and that and blah 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 they're like no 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 no. if we're going to get from point A to point B Diablo launch to Diablo Reaper of Souls to Diablo loot 2.0 right why don't we cut out that journey where you were trying to do all these things along the way and instead get the big plate spinning right? analyze it and then we know aha we need to do this, 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 and this with any future content. We can skip, if we're going from point A to point B, well, there's point A, but then there's sub point one, two, three, four, five, and six. And all along the way, like closing of the auction house and. New character and this DLC and this patch and this tuning pass and then all of a sudden enough tuning, enough massaging, they land on loot 2.0 with the rift system and the season system. They're now in season what, like 23? So you can skip that nasty journey in the middle. You can just skip it. You're like, nah, let's skip all that. Let's just give them the big thing. We'll watch it. Analyze it, and it'll influence everything we build from this point on. That 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 that's how I that's how I would approach it. And this is why I look at Outriders and think, as rough as this game has been, as 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 oof, man, they made some bad decisions. They've had some really bad things going on. I still think the game is very much in its infancy with respect to the balance, the sandbox, the classes. I, I I do. I think they're learning hard lessons. I still think they've they've got a really really good approach and trajectory a year from now this game could be in a really really good spot. It really could. Some of it's going to come down to whether or not they can level the plane out before we get to May. They've got to do a resurgence patch to get people to come back and try other classes or try a devastator or something cuz we're going to get to May and you're going to you're going to be staring down the barrel of a, of a of a very very low engaged with game. It continues to trend downward. This time last week, we were looking at the Steam. The Steam charts and the 24-hour peak was 60,000. Now it's 42,000. Every week, that's going down. It went from a 90,000 24-hour peak to a 60,000 to a 42. It's going to keep going down. That is not alarmism. That's not, oh my goodness, sky is falling. That is a normal and healthy player-based trajectory. You're getting distance from launch and people are disengaging totally fine and normal and healthy as that window closes and as those numbers trend down people can fly has hopefully enough data and enough information to build new content that is is durable and loved and praised and enjoyed and you know it'll probably be you know a year or so from now they said that they're they're not planning on shipping content Within about a year of the game's launch, like they think they they want to, but it wasn't going to be super super immediate. Um, so, Demetrius says the story content will likely be one and done for most players. I would love to see a level cap increase so we can flesh out more of our skills and test it on new end game content. Um, uh, a level cap increase eventually gets uh, absurd. This is why Diablo did Paragon. you got it. I don't know. You can't just keep raising that cap. I don't think you can. I don't think you can keep raising it. I, I, I think you do have to, um, I don't know. Y- you get into the absurd where they built those skill trees with an idea of, players can only get this far and there's build combinations but nothing can go beyond this so that's why you get into like paragon grinds and stuff where you're getting they do something similar in ESO right where you're getting marginal percentages on stats that even over time isn't going to put you into some obscene place like yeah I'm getting 7% on this thing because I've been playing for a 100 hours you know in the last week I buffed this one stat or whatever so I do think you have to be careful you you've got to be cautious about that being a sort of you're 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 jutting off into some obscene trajectory of power or you're wandering off into areas that they they um they didn't uh they didn't actually anticipate or they did anticipate and that's why they stop you from going beyond it they're like no this build, and this build, and this build would be absolutely absurd if if people could do it, and that's why we have to cap them at this level. Um, so. Uh, I saw one in the official Discord. It has like 88,000 in firepower. I've only got like 20,000. You gotta get there. You gotta spec into it. You gotta get the right drops. You know what I mean? Zubair says, if I'm forced to choose, I think we would get more loot per developer hour than story. So I'm going volume. Perfect world is 50-50. It's an interesting universe. Edit. Realize later that this is my destiny. Trauma leaking through. Uh, Lol. I get that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I, I get that. I, I do. I think that coming from another game, you're you're going to bring that baggage. You're going to bring those expectations. You're going to think, you know, my goodness, you know, what? It where, where is the, where is the middle ground, right? Where is the middle ground? Like, is that can we have substance and rhythm? Can we have depth and regularity? Is it possible, you know, to get stuff on a regular basis and not have it feel thin? Like the dough is just getting stretched. Um, I, I think that's one of the biggest challenges: is regular injections of content that also come with depth. I think it's incredibly challenging. It's not um, the recipe. The recipe is tough. It's. It's like trying to make a pizza for for 10 kids and you know that you have this amount of time to make it and you have this much dough and it's like, Ugh, it's going to be really thin. It's not going to be that filling because I have to make it too fast and I have too many kids that are here. It's kind of like that. It's like no matter how you shake the recipe, it's either, well, if you want depth kids and you want substance, you want that deep dish. It's gonna take a little bit longer. I'm gonna to have to go to the store. I'm gonna have to. It's gonna take longer to bake. It's gonna take longer to prepare. Or right now, I could spread out the dough real thin and make a giant thin crust. You're gonna get it faster. It's gonna be on the table sooner. But you're gonna eat a couple pieces and be like, "That was. There wasn't much to that." It. It's. No matter how you shake it out, I just think you either wait significantly longer for depth, or you accept more, more piecemeal, more mid lane substance content on a, on a more regular rhythm. I, I do not know if there's if there's a, if there's a way through that doesn't end up in that quandary and in that tension. Um, I feel like it's unavoidable. I do. So. I want to give you guys the information from these interviews that I found. Uh, 662 votes right now. It's still about a 60-40 split. People heavily leaning towards story-driven. But Outriders expanding like Diablo. I want to talk about why... I think that's where we're headed, why I think even their own commentary sort of leans me to think that, but I also think there's content in the game right now that lends itself to some of these predictions, so we're going to do that next, so don't go anywhere. If you're listening to this elsewhere, you can always catch me at sntrlive.com. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be me talking about Outriders expanding like Diablo based on interviews, things they've said, as well as how they built the game. If you're listening to this elsewhere or you're watching it after I'm not live streaming, you can always catch me live at SNTRlive.com or if you've caught this video later, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button. These videos are usually about 4 hours long, but we're now trimming them down to the 10 minutes so you can enjoy just the video. But if you want to enjoy the live discussion and the polls, be sure to subscribe and show up. So, they've they've done some interviews about this game. And so I'm picking over some things and some little breadcrumbs that I think are very, very insightful into how people can fly approach the building of this game. Outriders has been out for a couple of weeks, and while the player base numbers are trending down, I think that's normal and okay. I don't think that's a problem. I do think they've continued to make remarks about how they plan to expand, how they want to expand the game in the future. And when you listen to the way they speak about the game, analyze the way that they've built it, as well as look at other games in the industry right now, like No Man's Sky, launching their own Expeditions expansion, which is a little confusing, their Expeditions update has nothing to do with Outriders, but it's a seasonal way to play, No Man's Sky, very, very similar, a lot of it's very carbon copied from the way that Diablo does seasons, and so I started to think, how could they do that in Outriders, and why I think they probably will, so... Outriders launched with many cautions against looking for a game with live service features or ongoing content. They didn't want people buying the game and thinking that was the kind of game that they were going to get. Even with all those prefaces given to the public, People Can Fly made it very clear they wanted to expand the game eventually, indicating it was an important game to themselves as well as Square Enix. While the future of the game is still unknown given a somewhat rocky launch and their commentary, hinting that commercial success would be the contingency of the game expanding in the future, they did indicate in an interview about expanding the game just how much Diablo played a role in the inspiration of this game. So I want to show you what they said. I think this is very important, and I, I, and I really think this is an insight into the game's design as well as where it might go. So let's first say the game is not abandoned. As reported by Forbes, they said, here here we have Director Bartek Kamida, I hope I'm saying that right, uh, this is the quote, we never said that we would abandon the game. This isn't a games as service, but if people like it, we will definitely be doing more things in the Outriders universe. So there you have that contingency, if people like it. He's essentially saying that's code for, if this is commercially successful, we will and we want to do more in the Outriders universe. He says, Uh, or they say, we have so many more stories to tell and a lot of ideas we want to explore that we couldn't fit into the original game. So we're happy to create more content in the future. Anything we would make would be in the form of significant expansions with self-contained stories. Now this is heavily related to the poll that I asked this morning. I said, do you want DLCs that are narrative and story driven or do you want seasonal loot grinds? And it was a 60-40 split. Most people were leaning towards story and you're happy happy to hear this, I'm sure, that if they do anything with this game, they would be in the form of significant expansions with self-contained stories. It's interesting that they aren't just hopeful about expanding the game, but that they have a strong desire to do it with these significant expansions and self-contained stories, like this is something that they want to do beyond just launching the base game. This could come in a variety of ways, okay? Give another commentary, I think I'm heavily leaning toward this ending up being like diablo another thing i think to note in this quote is they said a lot of the ideas that they wanted to explore couldn't fit in the original game now it's it's my theory that they don't have a lot of things built yet for expansions i think they want to analyze player behavior i think they want to see what people are going to do before they start to build the end game which is actually a really smart approach here a lot of these games that have tried to do game as service right out of the gate their extra content, their roadmap ends up falling flat on its face because it's not built for the player base they end up with. Like you're building content for a player base that doesn't exist yet. So, when they say this, that there were ideas that couldn't fit into the original game, a lot of the times, they have the bare bones of content, or ideas, or structures, or just, I mean, literally just a whiteboard of, of stuff that they want to do, and it doesn't get baked into the game. This could very easily help expedite whatever they build, and then adapt it to how the players behave. So, I think this is very promising, but let's look a little bit deeper. Wh- why do I think this is going to lead toward a Diablo model? Let's talk about Diablo-inspired. As reported by TechRadar here's the quote. While comparisons have been drawn between Outriders and looter shooters such as Destiny, the game is largely inspired by the Diablo series according to People Can Fly. This inspiration is something that we may see shape Outriders' future content, and it could set it apart from contemporaries like Destiny 2, with expansions adding new stories and areas rather than the title being regularly updated. So essentially, to interpret here, they're thinking that it won't necessarily look like this continual update, it'll be more like tent poles that land and then the game kind of sits in that ethos for a while. Here's a direct quote from Kamida. For inspiration, everything started with Diablo, which we still regard as best in class. We wanted to use Diablo as a reference, not really other games from our genre. This, I think, is very, very huge. It's it's one sentence that I don't want to, like, over-bake and over-parse, but this is huge, for a handful of reasons. First, they said everything started with Diablo. So from the very beginning, they're looking at Diablo from the start and they consider diablo best in class this should this should be good news to anybody who's paid attention to diablo and diablo's loot 2.0 and the one diablo that the one developer who commentated on reddit about all of anthems woes and why generosity is not the enemy of engagement like i love that guy's contribution to the conversation of ongoing loot based games i thought it was excellent and i thought i think diablo's Contribution to ongoing games has been wonderful. Just seeing it inspire and land in No Man's Sky I think is thrilling. I think it gives No Man's Sky a very long trajectory of success, growth, and expansion. And here, it's, it's the basis for how this game kind of started and, and they consider it to be best in class. Now, the other thing that I think is really important about this quote is they said that we didn't we use it as a reference not other games in the genre so if you think about the pitfalls of Borderlands 3 or Destiny 2 or Division 2 or for Pete's sakes, Anthem, looking at those games could have spelled trouble. It could have been problematic for how this game landed because those games have their own unique challenges and problems. The commentary about Diablo being both best in class and uses a reference instead of other games in their genre is extremely promising for the future of the franchise. So many other games with the looter shooter genre have tried, they've struggled, some have even ultimately failed example given anthem that game just didn't go anywhere which is such a sad thing to see one of the things that's sad about outriders right now is they created really really good content loops and some of them are convoluted uh, the, the way that the challenge tiers fear if you're not one of the top tier classes with the top tier build the fact that mon hunts and man hunts are capped the legendaries you get are not built for the end game is super unfortunate good content loops shrouded in weird decisions or things that aren't necessarily good for the title and anthem had really really great base combat and content loop and nothing to do with it there was no end game and it's so sad to see the concern would be outriders needs to nail this if it's going to work and let's talk about how next section expeditions as expansions the way Outriders concludes its story, with the actual drop pods being both the conclusion of the story, but also the catalyst to the endgame loop, I actually thought was just a glimpse into how they could expand the game while providing a healthy content loop. It's very clear that they even said in their commentary they want significant expansions with story, and the way they end the game I think is a picture into that. They're not just going to be like, here's stuff, go do it, so Diablo's got rifts, right? They're not just going to say, Here's more expeditions, go do it. They'll have story catalysts and springboards that make what we're doing meaningful. So the way that the game ends does that, it gives you this sense of we're going out into this crazy world, this frontier, these bosses, these monsters, and we gotta go get these resources and we're gonna use those not to just make ourselves more powerful, but it's essentially moving the story forward, like helping establish um, the settlement and the civilization on this crazy place called Enoch. So I think what they might do, when you look at the way Diablo 3 created this healthy seasonal content loop with rifts, you could quickly see how expeditions could very likely be the building blocks of a Diablo-style endgame for Outriders in future expansions, because you can create these environments and these fights that are, it's fun, the content loops a blast, it's always fun to make yourself stronger, you start that seasonal character in Diablo, it's always really fun to, to just start out just busting through getting all the stuff if people can fly, can figure out how to create expeditions that randomize in some way the way that risks do in Diablo. You got mobs, you got mini-bosses, bosses, they'd be set on a path that so many looter shooters have dreamed to be on. There's so many games that would kill to have a system and a mechanism like what you have in Diablo. I'm, I'm sure many devs are almost coveting the way that Diablo can just keep on humming and keep on running. Even Destiny, one of the kings of the the ongoing looter shooter world they struggle with maintaining seasonal content substance and depth it's one of the leading criticisms every season in destiny is that the content loop is good but the substance the depth is not there it's very bounty driven it's very chore driven and that's starting to wane and it's starting to wear on the player base. This could set Outriders apart long-term in the realm of ongoing, not necessarily live series, but ongoing loot-based games in this genre. And I'm very excited. I really, really hope they go this route, the route of Diablo. If you're in the live audience, don't go anywhere. If you're listening elsewhere, go to sntrlive.com or hit subscribe and the bell button so you can come back another day and catch the live stream.